7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart. You know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Sorry about that. My allergies have been acting up. And it's Friday the 13th. Happy Friday the 13th, everybody. This is the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, uh, Radio for Humans. And this, of course, Friday the 13th of september of 2019 i said that all wrong <laughs> but anyway uh welcome to the program uh my special guest tonight jason Voorhees. No. Uh, all right we got that joke out of the way uh of course welcome joe santorsis granton pennsylvania the electric city yes i'm here excellent cold and all oh. Yeah, yeah. So we're all uh, we're we're all having some um, um, weather change woes here, and that includes uh, also rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. The Beltway Bureau, the bubble. Hello. I'm Flemmy. Yeah. Uh, you can and call me. And also tonight's yeah. tonight's full moon on Friday the thirteenth. Also oh. the harvest moon. Oh, on this harvest moon. Uh, <laughs> uh so yeah so so welcome uh everybody yeah it's uh it's been the mornings have been very rough for me i have just been having horrendous sinus congestion and whatnot you know it's funny uh we had some mini storms roll through the other day on wednesday i believe and uh because tuesday or wednesday morning i woke up like felt horrible and then all of a sudden, this this mini storm rolled through while I was at work, and I was like, "Oh my God, I feel better because the pressure was less." I think the barometric pressure changed just enough to make my head feel better. So, bonkers. So, oh, wow. anyway, yeah. So uh, there might be a, a intermittent muting and grunting and clearing of throats this evening. So, uh, bear with us, folks. Bear yeah. with us. So, um, otherwise known as <clears throat> Bernie, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. What? Seriously. Why did no one give him a lozenge or send him out onto stage with a lozenge? I don't know. I, I didn't watch any of it, so I don't care. I watched highlights. I, I didn't well. watch it last night. I, I, I watched, watched none of it. Morning and I was like, oh my God. I watched no highlights. Well, maybe he's just having, you know, um, allergy issues too. So, Well, uh, still. Nice Ricola. Yeah, a, a, a nice Ricola would be good. Or maybe a, a Sucrets. Sucrets, yes. Sure. You know, 
Keep it American. Halls. Halls. <laughs> uh, a halls of justice. A halls of social <laughs> justice. Uh, uh, halls of nothing. terrible. <laughs> He sounded terrible. I'm saying it. Y'all can come uh, at me. I don't care. Come at me, bro. It's, uh, it's the debate. It shouldn't have sounded that terrible. Well, there I are have. Medications. Huh? There are medications. There are medications. There is uh, chloroseptic. Benadryl. Chloroseptic's good. Chloroseptic so. is the shit when you have a shitty throat. It's the good. It's, it's the good. shit when you got the shit. It's the shit. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, no, I, I have watched Spacey, so I know we're not going to talk about them tonight. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I have. Um, uh, let me see. Where is the? There it is. We have a we have a, a a very short version of what the hell is that sound? It's an all night project for everybody. So it's it's one it's one one thing, and you'll hear in a second. Let me just play the jingle. Get ready to play What the Hell Is That Sound on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig. What the hell? And now it's time to play What the Hell Is That Sound? All right, so intermittently throughout the evening, I'll try and play it once a segment so everybody can can play along at home, and in of course you uh, you guys and Bobber will be able to uh, think about this all night. Is what the hell? <laughs> what the hell is this guy worried about when his ceiling collapses in his apartment? He's there with oh. his girlfriend. I think his name is Eric. Uh, I don't know, but you'll you'll hear in the clip. But this is that's the thing you have to guess the thing that he's worried about being damaged. Oh my God, Eric! God, I told you <laughs> didn't break our. No. <laughs> so what didn't get oh. broken when the ceiling collapsed? <laughs> there you go. So everybody, think about that all night, and I'll reveal what didn't get broken by the ceiling falling. <laughs> Uh, I think I know. Okay, well, hold hold your answer till the end of the show. Okay, okay, I'll hold it. So, I'll hold it. You know, you you might it might change. Uh, you know, as the show goes on, you never know. So yeah, so so what what <laughs> didn't get broken? Anyway, I, I just I was gonna attempt to do the whole game, but I was like, let's just do let's just do one, and we'll let it run the entire show, and we'll see if people can figure out what didn't get broken when the ceiling collapsed. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I hope they were renters because I wouldn't want to own this fucking place. Um, anyway, um, let's go ahead and get to the news. Um, a, a lot of different things. We're not talking about the debates because I'm just not there yet. And there's so much other shit going on right now that I, I think we need to uh, we need to discuss. It takes precedence over this. If you want to watch the debates, watch the debates. I got nothing on them right now because the field's still too wide. So... Um, but I do want to, uh, uh, start, I want to start with this story, uh, because, uh, fat boy, uh, Limbaugh, Limbaugh the Hutt, uh, 
Uh, well, you know, I haven't done the uh, Limbaugh the Hut jingle in a while. Uh, here's uh, wow. Here we go. This has been a while. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Limbaugh the Hut. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, former MSNBC personality and current, uh, the, the Hill, uh, 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 she works now for the Hill, um, and she was also, uh, was she a Senate candidate at one point? Um, Congress. Cong- congressional candidate. Um, yes. uh, Crystal Ball. I've had my issues with her in the past, but overall, I think she's a, she's a good person. Um, but I think she kind of pissed me off a while ago by, um, I, I think she was like trashing the Mueller investigation or something like that. I don't remember. It was something along those lines. Um, but nothing to justify the kind of vitriol and bullshit that, um, that Limbaugh, uh, did on his show the other day. Um, and of course, uh, this harkens back to, uh, who Joe, you mentioned it, uh, mentioned her name in the, uh, in the chat room earlier today, Russia's little antics with, uh, another oh. liberal woman. Yeah. Um, uh, Sandra Fluke. Sandra Fluke. Yeah. 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 And, and his misunderstanding of how contraceptives, contraceptives work. Yeah. Yeah, called her called her a slut. Um, and, and said if, if she wants uh, us to pay for her birth control, which that's not what she was, uh, you know, testifying about. It she was you know testifying for to try and help you know people, uh, you know, not be sick. Um, and uh, you know, women in particular. And Trump said if uh, that she should make free porn for people, <laughs> as I recall. If she wanted yeah. us to pay for her birth control, because that's how shit works. Um, well, he went on um, he went on a tear about Crystal Ball, and I couldn't find the original audio, but I figured we'll, we'll let Crystal Ball respond to this in her own words. Uh, and she's on a, a show called Rising. I th- believe that's a morning show, or for you know the online version of The Hill. Uh, it seemed like a pretty decent show. I've seen it a couple times, excerpts a couple times, um, but this is uh, this is her recounting of what happened with Limbaugh the other day. So my husband actually gets the Google alerts on my name because I don't always like to see everything that's being said about me online. And so he kind of filters through them and then tells me what I need to know or not. So the other day he came to me and he said, you know, I thought you should know about this thing that Rush Limbaugh said about you on his show. So I can pull up the transcript here. Here's what Mr. Limbaugh said about me. Remember the name Crystal Ball with a K? Some thought she was attractive. She was running for Congress and she got elected, not true, and some tweets came out. She posed nude when she was 14 or 15. She was outraged. How dare you, I said. What do you expect to happen? You put a picture of yourself nude on Facebook or MySpace or, you know, my butt, whatever it is. Somebody's going to find that stuff. Um, So, first of all, 
I did not pose nude when I was 14 or 15. Uh, Facebook and MySpace did not even exist when I was 14 or 15. Uh, you know, I didn't tweet about anything related to that. I think what he's referring to here in a very bizarre way is the fact that when I did run for Congress, there were some party photos that came out of me that caused the like this. The dumbest scandals. The dumbest. History. And so I think in the yeah. Trump era, this was so minimal that it was party photos that he felt the need to make this much more salacious in order to titillate his audience. So look, you know, something like this happens, you're like, do I just ignore it? Or do I want to say something about it? And the bottom line is, number one, he's got millions of followers, fans, and this transcript is out there online. So I wanted to correct the record. Number two, you know, not everyone has the platform mm. that I have to be able to call him out and set the record straight. And I don't want to feel like he can just slime whoever he wants and get away with it with no accountability. But number three, if I did have some naked photos from when I was 14 or 15 or whenever, who freaking cares? It is your, not your job to be the moral police or to shame me or any other young woman who is out there who may have nude photos that come out. If they want to run for office, if they want to be political leaders, they still can. And I wanted to make sure that I was able to put that message out there. I'm glad you did, Crystal. Uh, so disgusting whatever he said about you. He should know about America's libel laws and that you would be fully within your rights in order to go after him if you wanted to. And you're right. Uh, for everybody who's ever run for Congress, it's a lesson that your career and your success after that is really just a demonstration that this crap is not going to fly. And anybody on the right who wants to try and make this a thing, um, I, we'll, we can go outside. <laughs> I mean, look, slut shaming is an old tactic in American politics, in world politics, you know, it's used to say that women aren't worthy of being anything other than sexual objects. And frankly, it's bullshit. And I didn't want to let it slide without calling and it And you out. shouldn't. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you for being so brave here. Those are my thoughts. And amen, amen. to her. Amen. Now, this is so, so incredibly disturbing um, that party photos in Limbaugh's mind became underage you know in his mind underage porn and you know and I don't know I don't even want to entertain what you know an underage girl's rights are for being photographed in the nude I know it's it, you know it was taboo in the 70s with certain album covers that were out and stuff like that um but uh, you know, looking at you, um, what was that band that, God, what was that band, was it, was it Traffic or was it, I don't remember, it was, it was a Steve Winwood band or a, or a, what was the, what was the band with Steve Winwood and, um, slow hand guitarist, Eric, Eric Clapton, Clapton. Traffic, was it Traffic, was it, yeah, there was, I think Traffic, sure. Traffic, Scorpions had an album cover with an underage girl on it that was really gross. Um, you know, so I, in, in Led Zeppelin had uh, Led Zeppelin 2, I think, or uh, one of them, I don't know. It had all the, the little kids laying with their butts up in the air on the rocks or whatever. So I, I don't know, uh, you know, so, so in that sense, I don't, you know, Crystal Ball, yeah, I guess if it's privately that, you know, a girl wants pictures taken, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's out of my wheelhouse. But still, regardless, 
who cares, and to, to equate party pictures... And first of all, I'd like to give a big middle finger to whatever jackass decided to leak those party pictures in the first place to try and damage her. Some friends you turned out to be, an asshole. You know, back when everybody mm -hmm. was so hypersensitive about this shit. Now it's nothing, you know. I mean, it was just dumb. There was a guy with like a... a there was a the worst picture, if you want to say it's the worst. There was a guy with like kind of a Rudolph Dick nose, kind of, you know, red... Uh, Yes, that's right. Penis Don't shaped. Uh, penis in this house. Rudolph nose on, and she had her hand on it. That that's what it was. Oh, so salacious. Um, but to me, what is so fucked up is that, and, and it's evil and it's slut shaming. Absolutely, hundred percent. Rain, I want you to chime in on it on, on that too. But what I don't get is how. But I do get it. I do get it. Honestly is how those party pictures of her when she was an adult became nude pictures of her as a young girl. I understand why. Because I know what the GOP's become. And Limbaugh's a big part of that, Mr. Dominican Republic. But go ahead, Rain. I want, I want to get your thoughts on this. I, I honestly don't... I, it, how it turned into that, I don't know, except that he's just trying to slut-shame a woman who's a journalist. I don't know the backstory of where this came oh, from. Blind, on the show. it was blind faith, not traffic. Thank oh, you, living, living okay, in cat. Sorry, guys. And Bo thank you, Bobber. It was houses of the holy. <laughs> I think I got the scorpions one right. So, but anyway, <laughs> go, go ahead. No, I don't. I don't understand how she even came up into um, Rush Limbaugh's wheelhouse. You know, she was an MSNBC host when they had that millennial kind of show with Torre and Crystal Ball and I yeah. can't remember the other people. Um, and I'm glad she's still working. I I think that she's she's fine. Mm -hmm. I don't really know what I'm supposed to have against her. Um, I don't know how she came up in his wheelhouse. Yeah. I don't think and, you're supposed to I'm have any... wondering if... I don't think you're supposed to have any. I don't think you're supposed to have anything against her. There, like I said, I just uh, I saw a comment she made about I think the Mueller report, and I was like, oh, what fuck ever, you know. But um, but go ahead. Yeah, she's she's been critical of the the Democratic Party too, and I'm I'm okay with that. Sure. I don't know how she got into Rush Limbaugh's wheelhouse at all because she's not. She's doing freaking the Hill TV. Mm -hmm. That's it. Rush Limbaugh is not in D.C. <laughs> Just, I, I don't, I don't get how he even decided to talk about her. But the thing is, is that, and she's right about this. We can, we could, we could discuss whether or not you're a 14 or a 15 year old that poses nude. I think that's legit. When she said that, I thought that was kind of weird. But I jumped ahead of it and realized that, you know, if. It, <laughs> That wasn't the point. Yeah. The point was the slut shaming. Absolutely. And and you know when she said I don't care, I I do think she does care, because on her Twitter feed she actually said I wasn't sure if I wanted to respond to this at all. Mm -hmm. Um. It, it's slut shaming. Yeah. And it, it's trying to say that if a woman poses nude suddenly she can't run for office that's the strange leap that limbaugh is making uh, and and 
To that, I add um, two words, Melania Trump. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, I know she didn't run for office, but for fuck's sakes. People are out there saying she's like the most elegant first lady ever. Well, I know she's I'm not the fir- making a lot of sense with this, but if if I, I elegance don't... if elegance means you do softcore lesbian porn, then sure, she's the most elegant. But Crystal Ball didn't do any of that. She yeah had fun at a party. She was yeah. person being her own self at a party with her husband, by the way. Yes. Oh well, that's just filthy talk there. But Joe. Yeah, the other thing, Joe, <laughs> and I know that you didn't mean this at all in in this way. It shouldn't matter if it was her husband. It should not matter. She should be able to be out there having fun at a party, single, married, whatever, sure. with men, with women, just doing things that consenting adults do. Well, and what Rush Limbaugh is trying to say is that you know, consulting adults can't do this if they're Democrats. Well, here's the thing: is I think I think Joe raises a good point by saying that with her husband, because remember Trump was at a party with one other man, and that was Jeffrey uh, hung himself Epstein, um, and yeah. all the other guests were like you know twelve potentially underage women, young girls. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, you know, I mean, so so you know, oh my goodness. Uh, so the the creepy whispering in Epstein's ear is nothing so but crystal ball at a Christmas party wearing kind of a sexy costume and being a goofball on camera with like three other people is is salacious. Yeah. <clears throat> well, this all fits the conservative Rush Limbaugh uh, um, playbook because whether it's slut shaming or Muslim shaming, remember you, you know. Obama's a Muslim. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's not. And so what if he was? Sure. Okay, so what if he was a Muslim? So what? Yeah. And, and um, uh, you know, his, his previous uh, misconceptions on how contraception works. He implied that uh, Sandra Fluke, <clears throat> the way he made it sound is like every time she has sex, she has to take a pill. That's not how contraceptives work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't work that way. As well, a lady who has taken them, and and you know because I I you know I know a few things about how that works, and that's not how that works. Exactly. You know, and um, you know his, his total ignorance. So you say, well, why why would he go after Crystal? Well, why not? Because he has nothing else to do, and like to titillate his audience. 14 year old girl nude crystal ball you know like he's sick i have a conspiracy you, theory you about that this. he actually looked at a picture of her and was like she's pretty hot and sexy i don't even know why he went after I, her i, don't, I, I got a cons- i got a conspiracy kind of theory that why why would she bring her up she's not i i'm not trying to dismiss her career but she's not exactly in the headlines or I, relevant I, I have a conspiracy right. theory if you guys would like to entertain it um, okay. What if Limbaugh was looking through his collection of nude underage uh, girls and saw somebody that looked like Crystal Ball? Uh huh. And got confused. That's not different than what I was thinking about. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. So, 
Um, maybe, you know, maybe he's seen some kind of, you know, kitty porn and Mm -hmm. he decided in his head that he was going to try and, and out her for something like that. But maybe it's a person, a a, a young lady who just kind of looked like crystal ball. That made Mm -hmm. him think of her, which if that, if that's the case, and I don't like to entertain this stuff, but. I don't understand. How does somebody's brain go from party photos to underage nude pictures? That's my yeah, question. He, how right, do you make that right. leap? How do you, that's not you know? How do you make that leap? But yeah, so so here's uh, I have some Limbaugh of him uh, him justifying. It'll be a little disjointed because I wanted to play her clip first, but then this stops where he's about to play the audio we just heard. So uh, here's part one. Yesterday, I don't even remember why this came up. See? Obviously, it was the discussion of social media. And I remembered or thought I remembered that a... a uh, I asked people if, it, if the name Crystal Ball, K-R-Y, Crystal, a, a woman, if it, it rang a bell. And said, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she ended up being a host at InfoBabe on PMSNBC. And oh, I was under the impression you. that when she ran for Congress that some nude photos of her from... Social media had surfaced. Well, it turns out that that wasn't quite true. And this morning she was on a web show put on by TheHill.com. I guess she has a show. It's called Rising with Crystal Ball and Sagar Injeti. Or Sagar into Sagar. It's Sagar Injeti. So it's a combo show here. And... Obviously, my claims about her having posed nude or being photoed nude on social media came up. On social media? It wasn't on fucking social media. Those party pictures were sent to the press, to right-wing outlets. None of it was social media. Those pictures looked like they were probably from the mid-90s at the latest. Because I don't know how old she is. But I, I looked up those pictures today, and oh my god, they're so tame. They look like party pictures that that would happen at any of our parties. They any, look like any you know, any one of us would be in pictures like that. Yeah, especially me in the sixties. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's some pictures of me and Kent that uh, um, <laughs> you know, I, I was pretty quick to flip people off too on camera. Um, there she was some pictures from me in Fort Lauderdale last month. Okay, so she was born in '81. So, uh, so let's see. Let's okay. So maybe those pictures are from maybe late '90s. Then I thought she was older. I would say those pictures are from late '90s, She's maybe 2000, something like that. Yeah. So. Um, you know, and again, who was on Facebook in 2000? Who was on MySpace in 2000? Nobody. You know, uh, so, so, you know, he, he, he continues to justify the smear. Um, and it, and, and again, it, there's this creepiness to it. Listen for, for one thing he said, and again, he, he never goes back to the underage thing. And that's really what's suspicious to me about it. You know, that, that uh, you know, I really think there's something that he, I, I think, I really think he's been looking at underage p- 
pictures. Because, I mean, seriously, think about that. If pictures of Crystal Ball or any other, you know, Democrat, Republican, Independent, any other woman of a, uh, you know, there were pictures that were taken at 14 and 15 and they were sent to the press, they would never fucking see the light of day because they would be busted for kitty porn. So how the fuck he got this in his head is, I, I'm telling you. He's been looking Something, at kitty porn. I, I, I can't put that away because he got busted for the oxycodone when he... Wait, didn't he go to the Bahamas? Uh, Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic, okay. Underage, you know, uh, sex capital of the world, pretty much. Okay, well... So, but I, I, do, I just don't understand. I mean, no, there, there, that has not been a story anywhere. Carrie Prejean is the closest, and I think she was 18 when the pictures were taken of her. You yeah, I, I find this whole story very strange. Yeah, I'm so, glad that Crystal Ball spoke up and spoke yeah. out about it, but I just find it, again, why her? Why her? Yeah, so here's, uh, here's her, uh, or here's Rush justifying his attacks against Crystal Ball, part two. I honestly thought it was, because I remember she... She got very upset that these pictures surfaced. She was very mad. She did and I not. Remember, well, what do you expect? You know, you go on social media and you do whatever. Somebody's going to find it and it's going to surface. So it turns oh. out they were party photos. Whatever it was, she was upset about. By the way, I don't have followers here. We have listeners. Oh, you got followers. Fans, oh, maybe, shit, but I don't I don't even look at it that Ditto way. heads. So we've cleared the record. It wasn't a nude photo. It was party photos. But whatever it was, she was not happy about it. She felt her privacy had been No, she invaded. didn't. And I, not, my, no. my point was, there isn't any privacy on social media, particularly if you run for office. People got to dig into it. It wasn't fucking social media, and she wasn't angry that uh, about her privacy being invaded. She, just like the rest of us, thought it was fucking stupid that anybody thought party photos would be some kind of disqualifying factor. Well, the other thing is she ran for office, what, like five, six years ago? Oh, it was so long ago. Oh, it was, it was like more than a long time ago. It was, it was like 2000. Four two thousand six. Yeah, it was. It was before she had the cycle on MSNBC. Yeah. So why would he bring? I mean, this is so much of this just blows me away. You're you're slut shaming a woman who ran oh, for 2010. office. 2010. It just felt like a lot longer ago. Twenty ten. Okay. Almost a decade ago. Yeah. You're slut shaming. You're slut shaming a woman who just is out there, just trying to earn a living, living her life. Mm -hmm. seriously that's all she's doing is living her life and she is so right about the slut shaming part of it I was so happy when she said I have a platform and I am tired of men slut shaming women for their sexuality yeah and it, this you know, coming from a guy whose wife won't limba for a minute women should be allowed to be sexual and be allowed to run for office at the same time absolutely this is coming. This is a bully attack straight from the 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 patriarchal white Christian quote unquote Christian straight male playbook, you know. I mean, and, you know this is, you, yeah. The comments I read yesterday, 
I mean, every last asshole defending Trump was like, they were belching out their rape fantasies against her. And it's like, what the fuck, man? You know, they were just like, yeah, I do her, I do her, I do her. I mean, it was so fucking gross. Yeah, this is, I think, like, again, I don't understand why he brought her up. Perhaps he brought her up because here's, here's here's my crazy thought. Here's my crazy thought. This week we had the Valerie Plame ad. And and I'm telling you, I'm a straight woman. I saw that ad and I was like, yep, she's sexy. She's strong and she's going to intimidate white conservatives. Yeah, that that could be something. But still, where he, how his mind got from being an adult, being an adult at a Christmas party to being 14 years old naked. I don't I don't understand that, where men you, 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 I don't understand that kind of mind. You, you can't make that leap unless that's something that you're experiencing. I'm sorry. The, you cannot right. make that fucking leap of logic. Exactly. It, it's impossible. It's im-fucking-possible. Maybe if he said a Halloween party instead of a Christmas party, or maybe if he said she was, you know, underage drinking at a Christmas party, or something like that, yeah, I could see that kind of mistake. But to make a jump from a, being an adult at a Christmas party to kitty porn, that's fucking you, Limbaugh. That is something that you have going on in your fucking life that's bleeding over into, into reality, the rest of our, our reality. A professional, professional radio show. Well, you know, I mean, he has producers. Like, don't they vet his stuff? He comes oh. off with this stuff off his head. Well, out of his anal cyst. Yeah, so. I mean... I mean, you're right. I mean, where does he get, where does he get go from a, a Christmas party, as an adult to a 14 year old nude? Yeah, like, and wh- and, and was there was brain? no, where, where? and and there's been no other story about any. Uh, I mean, you know, what is he thinking of Brooke Shields or something? Because there was a controversy well, that was only with her like 30 years ago. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I just don't Close understand. To 40 actually. I don't even know. I don't. Uh, yeah, it, it is. It's all uh, probably like forty years ago. I mean, I don't understand. I have no idea how that that and, that and leap it's, of it's logic. It's like Rain happened. said. I, I just it makes no sense. Like out of the blue, he picks on Crystal Ball. And he was talking. Oh, it's about social media, my friends. This wasn't a social media story, you stupid well, fuck. Well, there's a gazillion people on social media you can pick on yeah, if you wanted to exactly you know well, people that use social like the kardashians or whatever why crystal ball yeah all? it's a real uh th- this is i a, don't get there are a lot of questions there are a lot of questions around this and um and yeah uh, um i'm not surprised rush didn't address the underage part in his uh his retraction as it were but anyway um we got to go to the break uh running a little bit long here but um uh, we i picked out a special song for Rush L. Rushbo from our good friend Macaroni. So everybody hang tight. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after ooh, this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig. It is a metric scientific mathematical algorithm of tyranny. No shit. Every Tuesday and Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern at IndieMediaWeekly.com.
way when you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you Something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is what you play if your boss is a jerk. This is what you play when you on the way to work. This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession what you play when politicians don't listen this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck you. this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my ooh This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? 
I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Anyone who was brave enough to see Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th, and they will tell you they were terrified over and over and over and over. The 12th, the 13th, Friday the 13th. We dare you to see this film all over London and in the West End. Your fright day will be the day you're brave enough to see Friday the 13th. Certificate X. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worth it's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And, of course, um, uh, joining me, as always, this Friday the 13th, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. I, I'm so scared. I'm a scared. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a little scared. Uh, so far, so good. I mean, you know, I'm knock on wood. I mean, I'm not really superstitious, so. Uh, well, I, at least I'm not orange. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I use LED lights, and <laughs> I'm not orange. Well, uh, there's a bit of a tease for everybody. Um and of course, uh, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to you, sir. Well, thank you. Kinda I'm like- more scared on the 14th of Saturday, the 14th, but that's me. Oh, I was kind of scared of all the Indians tourists coming downtown today, um, but that's it. So uh, they were really out in force, getting on the train. Uh, I, I the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that sports talk? That was, uh, I, b- I believe, yes, uh, yes. I'm a tall man. I- I'm in sport, <laughs> so <laughs> um, I still need to find that that clip. But yes, that was my ta- sports talk. Oh my god. 
All right, yeah, there you go. So that's that's the yeah that's my sports talk. Kenny Pick was scared of sports. Um, so uh, <laughs> all right, so let's let's get into this because uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into as much as we can. But ladies and germs, I just want to let you know uh, what we have now is I I think I think tree peelers are going to go out of business uh, as of next year. So in honor of that, uh, here we go. To celebrate the one-year anniversary of the First Lady Melania Trump's Be Best initiative, Donco proudly presents Be Best Tree Peelers. Be Best has tree peelers. Be Best Tree Peelers will peel any kind of tree lickety-split. Pine trees, oak trees, maple trees, dogwood trees, tree stooges. Oh, a wise guy, huh? Redwood trees, shrubberies. A shrubbery! Palm trees, cacti. Tree blind mice, apple trees, pear trees, orange trees. The oranges are the oranges of the, the oranges. Artificial Christmas trees. Blood red artificial Christmas trees. Money trees. Tree musketeers. Giving trees. Family trees. Stump dump Trump cultists. I really like Donald Trump. The Hello Kitty themed Christmas tree. Shoe trees. It's the House Bolton of tree peelers. If you think this has a happy ending, <laughs> you haven't been paying attention. It's the best tree peeler ever. Every tree is the right height for the be best tree peeler. Trees are the right height. The be best tree peeler. Be best. Only from Donco. There you go. I didn't think I'd get to play that again. Um, but <laughs> yes, uh, first lady, uh, first naked lady, uh, naked lady. Yeah. I'm sorry, first I'm lady. Naked. Na naked. I'm, I'm sorry. Gosh, why do I keep thinking naked? She is our first naked. First, first. naked. Oh gosh. Well, yeah, she all right, was, uh, Melania she naked. Was uh, she was fourteen, wasn't she? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Let me get back to the story. Naked Melania. No. Mm -hmm. Ma naked Trump. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, no, Melania Trump uh, sat stoically beside Donald. <laughs> In a, in a uh, in front of the press the other day, about the the what I think will become she the wore clothes. the she fourth. Clothed. I think this will be the fourth peeler. So no more tree peeler next year. It's going to be a floor peeler, I think. So they're going to peel floors next year. Uh, but yeah, so I think this is introducing early the the fourth peeler in uh, the be best campaign because. People don't kill people. Vaping kills people, everybody. <laughs> oh, dear God. Oh, yeah. This. Yeah. God forbid we add, I don't know, something to be best of substance. Uh, like, and, and I don't know if she's going to add this to the be best campaign, but I have a feeling because Trump said she looked at it. So that's what be best is, is first lady looking at things, pointing at them. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, this son, is her son. She has a son. Whose son? She she has a son. Oh, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, well, <laughs> all right. So yeah, and and then we're gonna work that one in there too. So here's a and I got a funny for that as well. But here's a I believe I I hope I didn't screw up and put it all together. But I think I might have. Here's part one. They become very rich companies very fast, and the whole thing with vaping is uh, is a uh, been very profitable. And I want companies. Look, you know that I fight for our 
company is very hard. And I fight. That's why I'm fighting with China. That's why I'm fighting with other countries. If you look at European Union and if you look at uh, Japan and if you look at so many others, including South Korea. So many. Many others. We're many constantly dealing with them to make it good for our companies because I view it as jobs. I view it as income for our country and oh, jobs. Yeah. Uh, vaping has become a very big business, as I understand it, like oh. a giant business in a very short period of time. But we can't allow people to get sick, and we can't have our youth what? be so affected. And I'm hearing it, and that's how the First Lady got involved. She's got a son together that Whoa. is a, a beautiful young man, and she feels very, oh very... What? Strongly about it. She's seen it. We're both reading she's see, it. She's seen it. A lot it. of people are reading it. But people are dying with vaping. So we're looking at it very closely. And, you know, if nothing else, this is a conference that's going to let people know about it because people are going to watch what we're saying. And parents are going to be a lot tougher with respect to their children. A lot of people think vaping is wonderful. It's great. It's, it's really not wonderful. It's, uh, that's one what thing I think hell? we can say definitely. Commissioner, it's not a wonderful thing. It's uh, got big problems. We have to find out the extent of the problem. It's so new. It's so new. But we're going to find out. And I hope that parents that, uh, you know, they have children and the children are sick. Ah! I hope they're going to be able to uh, make wise decisions, maybe based on what we're saying today. But the commissioner and Alex Azar, they're going to be coming back over the next pretty short period of time, a couple of weeks, with some very strong uh, recommendations. Shut up! Oh my God! I don't care. Yeah, I think let let me just test something here because I think I did. I accidentally. Uh, let me see what this one is. You know, if nothing else, this is a conference that's going to let people know about it because people are going to watch what we're saying, and parents are going to be a lot tougher with respect to their children. Okay. Yeah, I think that's that's the, from the same what thing. What is that? But yeah, uh, but what I, what everybody, uh, of course, you know. So again, again, I think about there's maybe a hundred vaping deaths nationwide. I don't even know if that's. Uh, it might just be I people that are six. really sick. Oh, six. it's six. It's it's a hundred people that are really sick, and six people six. have died. So that versus gun violence, Melanie, naked Mel. Um, you know why don't you why don't you look at that. Why don't you read about that, Melanie? Wouldn't that be perfect in the Be Best campaign? Is something to help curb gun violence? Because, again, is it the vape that is hurting people? Well, no, that's impossible because inanimate objects can't hurt people, right? That's what they say about guns all the fucking time. Vaping must just be a mental health issue. Somebody you know pointed what? out that if they put if they made AR-15s in fruit flavors, huh. we could ban them. Huh. Well, they already make them pink for you know you know little girls uh, and I, like bright blue mm. for little boys. I, Ted Cruz cooked that, bacon on the end of one. I think that Baron got caught vaping. Oh, Baron. Well, you know, uh, is that? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. She has a son. I forgot about that. So that's how she the has, first lady got involved. She's got a son <laughs> together that is a a beautiful young man, and she feels very, very strongly about it. She's seen it. Hold on, I got some breaking news. Oh my god, we got we. Oh my god, seriously, we got Maury Povich here. Donnie, you are not. Oh, the father. Yeah! 
<laughs> I do. I believe this. I believe that Baron got caught vaping. Oh, what a precious little puss. Uh, at least he's together. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's hear that again. That's how the first lady got involved. She's got a son together that is a, a beautiful young man, and she feels very, very strongly about it. She's seen it. You are not the father. Uh, so. <laughs> it was so e- the best. It was so the easy to put Donnie, you are not the father together today. <laughs> Seth Meyers had the best one when he said, uh, "Why are why are we banning flavored vape pens? Because it may be the only way young people know what fruit tastes like." Oh, oh see, see. Well, yeah, I mean, they're not going to be endorsing, you know, eating well, because don't you dare tell me what I can and can't eat. But, okay, I guess if Fat Donnie says we can't have flavor vapes, all right, I'll go along with it. Good way to win over more millennials, Trump. Keep going with that banning of flavored vapes. Uh-huh. He's not going to do shit. They're not going to do shit. No, of course not. Of course not. They're going to do what they did with guns. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, if they do, it'll be a fucking disaster. Already, I think the optics for, again, millennials, I think that's a huge optical disaster for them going after vapes because I see kids pluming all day long on their scooters. We have scooters overrunning the streets in Cleveland now, by the way. Motorized scooters. There's like three companies. You know, what's interesting, and Livin brought this up, and I've been thinking about this. Um, Tobacco companies have been buying up vaping companies like Juul. I think Juul Mm. was bought by Philip Morris. I think you're right. I remember that. So I don't know what kind of fresh hell Trump is stepping into. Mm -hmm. But he is the anti-regulatory dude. Yeah. Right? Yeah. How's he going to fight this? He's not. Uh, well, he's the state's rights rights dude too, isn't he? Well, is he really? Is well, he really I mean, he'll really probably to sign Los Angeles to clean up homeless well, people. My he'll, point. He'll probably sign some kind of neutered EO that, like, you know, <sighs> is like states can decide if they want to ban grape flavor. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I find this whole thing very very strange, and that's why I really do kind of think. Here's my conspiracy theory that literally Baron got caught vaping. I, I you know what? I think that's <laughs> I think that, you know, I think you're right. You know what's gonna <laughs> just, happen? Just like he does with his guy. He when when something happens with, with uh, a mass shooting, he, he's they're gonna strongly look at all these other things. It turns out they do nothing. Mm-hmm. Now they're going after fruit flavored vape, they'll end up banning juicy fruit gum. Yeah, I, this is the this is the messed up part about all of this, is that you know we can I I don't have a problem with regulating vaping. Yeah, and I say that as somebody who does smoke, I do smoke. Um, Washington Post last week came out with an article that said a lot of the vaping deaths that have occurred are occurring because they have. Um, a bad combination mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. And and it's that combination of stuff that needs to be regulated, not the vaping. 
Yeah. I, I want to Yeah, I want to read this real quick cuz Cat kind of summed up my feelings very well in a in, in a comment here. Six people die from vaping, we have to ban it. Thousands die from guns. Just shrug and offer thoughts and prayers. Exactly. And she's right. And and, she's, and she's the thing is, it, you know, alone with this. And this goes straight to the point is like vaping. What what is a vaping unit meant to do? It is meant to for one person to use it potentially share it with someone else whatever but it's a single use it's 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 one person using it but what is a gun designed to do what is an ar-15 designed to do right it's designed right. to kill a whole lot of people real fast but well, you know the problem isn't isn't the vaping ken it's 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 vaping with mental illness yeah i know yeah. i know you know oh That's gosh yeah you know, so we, it, this is a, you know, I, I, you know, I, I dare somebody, you know, to, to nut up and go up to fucking Trump and say, well, shouldn't we just look at vaping as a mental health issue and address that and enforce sure. the, enforce the laws we already have on the books? Do that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Fucking assholes. Let's, let's keep, let's keep those vape pins out of the hands of mentally ill people. That's the problem. Yeah. But the DNA oh, testing. And gets, you know what else? We knew, you know. Games that have vaping characters in them. Oh my God! <laughs> the right video games with vaping characters. Donnie, you are not. The <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, I need to get as much use out of that as I can. <laughs> uh, well, you, you saw all the vaping games, right? Oh God, yeah. Video games. I know. They're, they're There's so many. They're, yeah, and that's what's first, causing it. Well, there's so the first person. Off and- yeah, first person vapors. Um, there's that one game. Uh, that one game. Uh, Lindsey Graham has the vapors. Um, so <laughs> that's where Lindsey Graham actually kidnaps a bunch of vapors and puts them in his basement. And then that's there's it. the other game, the fainting couch. The, yeah, the the fainting couch. Mm-hmm. So yeah. mm-hmm. where? Well, the fainting couch is actually part. It's that's one of the levels of Lindsey Graham has the vapors. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's, okay. that's the final boss. <laughs> that's, the first, that's the first level. No, no, that's the final boss. You have to because the final, the final level is pearl clutch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. Yeah, you have to. Oh. You have to. You have to get really high. Lindsay's final clutch. form, the pearl clutcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, that was kind of cool how that happened. So, uh, um, the but, middle, the middle is the vapors. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the other thing about this is that Trump doesn't talk about vaping and nicotine and vaping and marijuana. He didn't mention any of that. He probably doesn't know that. So I don't get why. Because Barry got busted vaping. I don't get it. <laughs> I think we finally we figured out two things tonight in the first hour of the show is that Rush Limbaugh probably has an expansive collection of kitty porn and Baron Trump is a vapor. <laughs> yes. And he probably rides one of those damn e-scooters. Cat said they have like six <laughs> six e-scooter companies in 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 Columbus. We just got three in the last two weeks, and they're a scourge. <laughs> um, do not ride on sidewalks. That's the only place they ride them. <laughs> it says printed on, on the bottom of the scooter. It says printed on the bottom of the of the scooter. Do not ride on sidewalks. Assholes are just riding on the sidewalks. You can't hear them. Don't vape while you're riding. You can't hear them. Oh, God, I saw somebody doing that. 
pluming and scooting all the live long day. <laughs> all right. Uh, we got to go to the break. But yeah, keep your eyes peeled and your trees peeled for Be Best 2020 because I bet you vaping is going to be the new peeler. So uh, we'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night and Bobber right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com This is Indie Media Weekly Radio. Listen, learn, read on at IndieMediaWeekly.com. Huzzah! And now, on with the show. Donnie, you are not the father. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me this Friday the 13th, 9-13, 2019 is the one and only Joe Santorsa, owner-operator Joe's Clown Car Garage, located in Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. You almost said Joe, Joe's Clown Car Corral. Joe, Joe's Clown Car Corral. <laughs> that, well, that, I hear that's, that expansion is still... I'm sorry if I spoiled anything. I heard that expansion is in the works. It is. It is. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, clown car gift shop. It's right next to the <laughs> Joe's the, Clown Car Corral. The Clown Car Clown Car Company Store. So <laughs> that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. We have mugs. We have T-shirts. We have uh, sure hats. Dead clown you know. pieces. Um, dead. So <laughs> yeah, dead. We have clown parts. Yeah, clown <laughs> parts. Yeah, clown meat. What clown jerky? Whatever. Uh, and uh, you know what they say about clown jerky, right? <laughs> I'm afraid to ask. It tastes funny. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, and rain from four it's feet. Like, it's like jerky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, 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 from Four Freedoms blog, Rain uh, Beltway Bureau, Washington D.C. Uh, welcome back. I'd like um, smoked pulled pork clown. Oh gosh, that's a. I hear that's mm. a house speciality. I think it could be delicious. Yeah. So. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's a little rigid because it's conservative. Oh yeah, of course. They're definitely rigid in their. Uh, well, actually, they're pre- pretty fluid in their ide- ideology now. They could probably make you a, a smoothie. Um, oh. So, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but anyway, <laughs> you're saying no to that. <laughs> I uh, said no. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, but anyway, and last but not least, the uh, Braumeister Bobber for Freedom's Blog at Washington, D.C. as well. Hello, Bob. Hey, how's it going? Howdy, I, I heard those uh, clown feet got a lot of meat. No, oh, see. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't. Nom nom. No, no, I don't know about that. Uh, well, I just can't quit buzzing that idea. Um, it's very str- stringy. Stringy gristle. It's all yeah. gristle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all cartilage come, and gristle. Its own toe jam. Uh, self saucing. Oh, did you say toe jam? <laughs> I did. It's oh. self. It's self saucing. Joe does <laughs> d- bottle up the clown toe jam uh, and, and sell that in little uh, little Dijon type jars. So, okay, we're we're going off the rails here. Uh, but anyway, welcome back. And oh, I forgot to I forgot to play this uh, once again for everybody. But Bobber, since uh, we're doing an all night long, what the hell is that sound? You got to figure out what Eric is is freaked out about after the ceiling in his apartment collapses. Um, he's concerned that something got broken, but his, uh, his girlfriend assures him or wife or whatever assures him that it didn't get broken. Maybe roommate. Oh my God, Eric. God, I told you <laughs> did it break our. No, no. What didn't get broken, Bobber? Think about that for the rest of the night and, and everybody play along at home and we'll, uh, I'll give the big reveal uh, before before the show is over, uh, unless I forget, and then I'll never tell anybody. So, gotta remind me. Uh, but anyway, a uh, bobber. I figured you didn't want to miss out on all the Trump fun. Oh, oh. yeah, because you know when I think of Trump, I think of fun. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and by the way, by the way, it just started dumping down rain here. There was some distant thunder when I, we were on the break. And just so everybody knows, just so everybody knows, shit. Could, oh, did you hear that? Yeah. Hear yeah. Oh, cats That's are going crazy. Ominous. Like ominous. Cats are like, it's time to hide. <laughs> so, oh, sorry, I burped a little bit there. Um, so anyway, yeah, I saved you some uh, some Trump stuff. Rain teased this earlier. Earlier, man. Now I get the hiccups. Uh, Rain teased this earlier because you know what the real problem is in the world right now? Ener- energy efficient light bulbs. Huge, huge problem. right? That and vaping. Oh my God. Don't get me started on the sixes of people who died. Um, you can't forget steaks. but Yeah, I mean, I've heard there's a huge market for old inefficient light bulbs. I think yeah. everybody wants those, don't they? And, and the whole thing about <laughs> this... selling like hotcakes. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, uh, manual typewriters. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, seriously, you know, I, I, I was out buying a few saddles the other day, and um, I don't have horses, but I figured, you know... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I was trying to think of something but that people don't... We don't need don't... to hear about you and Sue's and what you do in your... You know. Oh, the daddy saddle? Oh, okay, that's for another day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's from Haters Back Off. It's a joke. Um, watch Haters Back Off on Netflix. It's a funny show. Only two seasons. Colleen Ballinger. Um, but uh, they, they canceled it, unfortunately. But anyway, um, yeah, so uh, the big problems right now are vaping and light bulbs, you know. 
not guns oh, okay. or re renewable energy. Um, and paper straws. Oh, papers. Yeah, yeah. And stakes and stakes. Uh huh. Well, here's here's Trump. I don't even know where he was speaking. I don't care, but it was in front of a bunch of uh, Republican congressmen, I think. Because uh, I think Kevin McCarthy was there or some shit. Because he made a joke and said he looked like a cow or something. I don't know. Oh yeah. Um, I didn't. Pl I didn't record that part. It was too annoying. Um, but I just recorded the part about the light bulbs, and this is so fucking stupid and so dumb and so untruthful that it, it, because I'll tell you what, if you want an incandescent light bulb, you can go out and buy them right now. I bought some the other day for my floodlights on my garage because they were super cheap, and I just lucked into a deal. Five dollars for six, and I bought them. I because do want to get burn out in two minutes. Yeah, exactly. I do want. I just needed one because one burned out. So I found. So yeah, exactly. I don't like incandescents. I like LEDs. Um, you know, in the compact fluorescents, I'm trying to phase those out. I think I've, but they last forever. You know, and again, Trump is so upset about the compact fluorescence. I'm assuming all Trump establishments just have incandescent light bulbs in, in them and, and no fluorescent light bulbs whatsoever, right? Right? Well, I'm guessing that uh, Melania only knows how to cook using an easy bake oven. And uh, oh! incandescent <laughs> light bulbs, you know. Oh, it be best. It be it be uh, best for cooking. Listen, um, I don't understand. I, am, I don't I understand. Cooking, I Donald, have to. I am cooking tree peelers tonight. Bake, bake best. I bake don't best. understand. I had the brownies in there for ten days, and they're still cold with those oh, LED oh. LED bulbs. Mm mm mm. So not baking. Uh, yeah, and you know you gotta remember. I have also expanded my focus of the d dangers of opiate abuse to include kids of all ages. All ages. I uh, that wasn't the one I wanted. Opioid children in my bee best oven with um, incandescent bulbs. Uh, maybe she's They're trying to. Maybe, maybe she was trying to steam with a vape pen. I think. So. I think you're right. <laughs> Oh my God! Steve anyway, Trumper. let me play the the light bulb thing from Trump. It's so fucking stupid. It's not even funny. The light bulb. People said, "What's with the light bulb?" I said, "Here's the story." And I looked at it. The bulb that we're being forced to use. Number one, to me, most importantly. Okay, there is no fucking light bulb that anybody's being forced to use. This is all bullshit that has been going on. This is the, one of the most tired fucking talking points. I, I, you can go to any store that sells light bulbs and still find incandescent light bulbs. What, 10 years after the introduction of, of compact, compact fluorescence or, you know, whatever? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah 10 years you after can, you the can, alleged ban. You can, yeah. you, you can still get them because they're not, nobody's buying them. They're, they've probably been sitting on that shelf for four years, five yeah. years. Yeah, and you know what's pissing me off is I'm being forced to watch these flat screen TVs. Where's my tubes? Yeah. <laughs> Where's my why can't tubes? I have? Why can't I have like you know four less square feet in my living room? You know. Uh, but anyway, oh, oh I want, shit! I want, I want Holy shit! With bumblebees on them. Oh my god, that was there was a pop in my headphones. There was a something. I think a transformer got hit nearby or something. <gasps> Because that sounded like it was right across the fucking street. I'm not going to see you the okay? cats. I'm okay. 
But um, yeah, may, but yeah, I'll, I'll get the onion belt thing ready for when we're done with this. Let, let's play this. No, before. Joe and Bob are both right. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah, it, it, but anyway, I, I'm I'm gonna fi- finish playing this clip and walk out and see if there's anything on fire down the street. So <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> the light's no good. I always look orange. <laughs> and so do you. The light is the worst. But number two, it's many times more expensive than that old incandescent bulb that worked very well. And very importantly, I don't know if you know this, they have warnings. If it breaks, it's considered a hazardous waste site. It's gases inside. And read what they say. If it breaks, bring it to your local whatever. Have it wrapped. Have it this. What are we doing? What are we doing? And I said to one of the top people today, well... It's the same fucking bullshit that that you have to do. And I'm not saying it's bullshit. It's the same thing you have to do with fluorescent light bulbs in any commercial establishment that his businesses have had to deal with for decades and decades and decades. But he's not talking about LEDs because... No, he's not talking about LEDs. Emitting... Diode. I know he's ta- he's no not gas. talking about he's LEDs. Talking about fluorescence. He's, he's talking about compact fluorescents, which those yeah. are in more in, in more danger than incandescent bulbs ever were. Right. Because everybody's like, oh my god, LEDs. These fit my lamps because they're not that like you know pigtail you know spiral. I have so many light fixtures, I can't use those in, it, and I'm not going to change them out. You know. So the LED <laughs> ones that are actually like old school light bulb shape. I love those things. I have tons well, of those. Talking about, he's talking about the CFL. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. Like you said, went out 10 years ago. Yeah, and you know, I haven't bought one of those, and I don't know how long. At least three years since the LED ones came out. And the LEDs came down so much in price. I mean, you could buy like 10 of them for like... Oh, nobody's telling the, you. Guys. No, nobody's telling guys. you about the price. Seriously. <laughs> Go Are ahead. you orange? Uh, no, I'm not. Okay, let's get back to that. Yeah. Okay, because everything that we're all talking about, we know. But he literally said that LEDs make him orange, and he also went yeah. on to say, and they make you orange too. It's you know, and the funny and the stupid thing is, it's the incandescent bulbs that have that sort of a yellow, yeah, that warm yellow glow. I mean, right. LED bulbs tend to be a more of a pure white as mm-hmm. right. the CFL. They're a bright white. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, continuing. Uh, but Trojan Rabbit says there are hazardous materials in LED fixtures, but no mercury. So thank you, thank you. Uh, but anyway, continuing with Trump's uh, idiotic light bulb rant. They break a lot, don't they? Yes, sir. What do they do? They, they just don't. throw them away. They don't care. But they call it hazardous waste. But it's many times more expensive. Not. And the light is not as good. I mean, frankly, the light is not as good. So better. we're going to sell that, but yeah, we're also going to sell incandescent bulbs, and people are so happy about it. It's really so been happy. pretty amazing. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> people don't tell you why. All they do is say, oh, he's getting rid of an energy-efficient no, bulb. No. Well, they don't tell you about the dangers of the bulb, and they don't tell you about the cost of that bulb. Nobody tells you about the cost of the bulb. Nobody. They don't even have labels in stores telling you how much they cost when you go shop for them. You know, I really am excited about having to change light bulbs much more often. 
I have <laughs> lights in my house that I have not changed in eight years. So tell me incandescent bulbs that burn out in fucking three months are saving me money. Not to mention that when you go to unscrew an incandescent bulb that just burned out, you burn your fingers. Oh, not only that, but what if you're unscrewing it and it breaks? There you go. And the metal is stuck in there. See? Oh, you got to go turn off the fucking breaker and get some needle nose pliers. No, a potato. Well, yeah, potato, whatever. But but still, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But I digress. It's it's so it's so nonsense. LED lights make Donald Trump orange, guys. Yeah, yeah, it, not the spray tan. Let's see, it's orange LEDs. I don't know. Oh, every ma- bulb in our house has been changed to LEDs. My the 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 lighting on my outdoor fence mm-hmm. have all LEDs. I haven't changed those in five years. Yeah. Joe, are you orange? No, but my dogs are. When they go out there, they're orange. They started out orange, right? Well, that's... I guess, look, I... Ugh. here's the thing. I agree with you all about the LED lights. I agree with you all about this. I just find it amazing that that he literally said the LED lights make him orange. And then he went on to say, and they make you orange, too. This is crazy that they uh-huh. laughed at this. Yeah. Well, look at the audience. I again. mean, we know, all of us here on the left know LED lights are good. They're good. They're good mm-hmm. for the environment and all this other stuff. The fact that Trump actually came out and said, this is why I'm orange. The fact that he admitted that he was orange. <laughs> oh, uh, you're, which you're, I think that should be a, a front page story. You're just a tree hugger. That's no, I'm not a tree hugger. Tree hugger. I'm a tree peeler. Tree peeler. Tree peeler. He's an incandescent um, tanning better. How you gonna How you gonna uh, peel a tree if you can't hug it first? Um, I don't know. You better give it a kiss before you buy it, or buy it dinner before you peel it. Um, so. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Rain, it, 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 it's, yeah, he, he, I guess he's trying to make light, um, of his, uh, of his bulbous head, see, another pun, um, being orange, uh, and, you know, and it, again, I, I don't know, we know it's spray tan, there's no other. He was orange before LED lighting. Yeah, he's been orange for quite some time. But anyway, to me, that's not the important part of the story. The important part of the story is the lies and the propaganda that have been being bandied about forever. And he's going off on CFLs, fluorescent, compact fluorescent light bulbs, that I guarantee you the, the amount of fluorescent bulbs in a Trump establishment, Trump Tower, Trump Hotels, Trump Casinos, whatever... They have probably fucking, uh, you know, millions and millions of dollars that they've spent on fluorescent light bulbs. Compact fluorescent gives off the same goddamn light that a regular fluorescent tube bulb gives. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So this this is bullshit. I mean, people were just you know uh, companies really tried to help put that fluorescent bulb technology that was all at our workplaces into our homes. And guess what? It worked to a certain degree, but then LED rolled along, and it's amazing. It's it's amazing. It's so much better. Cheaper. It cheaper, cheaper. better, safer. Uh, you know, right. even though I never, I've never broken a CFL. You know, this is the same thing. This is the same illusion, uh, uh, nonsense. Uh, like now, since he became president, we could say Merry Christmas. Yeah, or like, M- yeah. M- Michelle Obama was telling us all what we had to eat. No, she right. was just trying to stop you be- from being a fat ass like Trump, <laughs> Mister Fast Food. Right. I mean, this is all the bullshit about Merry Christmas and the war on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Nobody, I, I don't know, I never stopped saying Merry Christmas. Never. No. Um, I, I didn't know about any law that I I was... I say happy you know, holidays to strangers because I don't want to piss somebody off. Well, I... But then I, apparently you, know, you piss off right-wingers if you say happy holidays I, because, you know, you need to say Merry Christmas. You should assume everybody's a Christian just like me. Well, the point is... A lot of my friends are not Christian. Same okay, here. So, I, you know, when the holiday season comes around, I say, have a nice holiday. Yeah. Whatever it is you, you know. Well, to celebrate. my Jewish friends, I say, happy Hanukkah when it's Hanukkah. To my Christian if, yeah. friends, I say, Merry Christmas. You know? But if I'm in a mixed crowd and I don't know who's who, happy yeah. holidays is, is, a, is a good way to cover it all. Well, I don't know if you I guys like are. I to say happy light your house the way that makes you happy day. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, happy tree peeling day. Happy um, LED. Happy fluorescent. Well, and I, I know I've I've repeated this before, but I don't I don't know how long it's been since I said it. But one time I worked at a retail store, and um, this was early in the days of of the war on Christmas, and there was this uh, older white couple that came up, and I was checking them out. And I said, I said, okay, you two have happy holidays now. And they said, oh, you don't have to say that with us. You can say Merry Christmas to us. You know, because they're assuming that I was told I had to say happy holidays. Wow. And I said, I said to them, I said, I choose to say happy holidays because I'm not a Christian. And I don't want to assume that anyone else is. And they looked at me, and their fucking faces went ghost white. <laughs> and and I said, but still, I hope you two have very happy holiday. Um, you know, I, I mean, it was just, it was so dumb. It was so dumb. And, you know, I, I don't even remember, remember if exactly how that, that went. It was either that or there was, like, you know, underage porn there. I don't know. I'm mixing up my stories. So I'm making a joke oh, about so you Rush. you hung out with uh, Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm making a joke about what a leap that is. <laughs> For f- <laughs> fucking, fucking Limbaugh, pervert. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, the, you know, but Bobber, this lie has been going on for so long. Uh, and, uh, and, and Joe's right about the war on Christmas. And, you know, again, like I said, with uh, 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 our last, good first lady uh, uh michelle obama you know she's trying to force our children to eat kale for every meal and kale juice um but yeah i've ever had kale um i've had it i don't kale like beer. it 
You never had made kale beer? Uh, no. That would be disgusting. <laughs> what? Um, kale, kale beer? Yeah. Um, anyway. I, but Bob, I, I wanted I wanted Bobber's oh. thoughts on this before we go to break. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, is they, 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 they all just spout out this stuff because it, you know, even though it's not true, their followers believe it. And and they they'll look to find one instance where something they say might be true, and and then suddenly they just automatically apply it to everybody. Yeah, just like they do whether it's Muslims, whether it's Happy Holidays, even though you know Fox News says Happy Holidays. Yeah, it, uh, it, <laughs> yeah. Even though the official White House card comes out, you know, with Happy Holidays, happy, happy Holidays on it. So it's it's just all. It's all noise. You'd be really funny if the if the White House uh, card came out next year or this year and it said hippie holidays on it. Oh my god, <laughs> that would be incredible. So anyway, um, let's go ahead and run to the break. Thank you, Bobber, for that. And uh, yeah, seriously, go out and buy whatever light bulbs you want. I happen to prefer LED bulbs because they're awesome. And they last forever. And oh my goodness, they cost 50 cents more. And you don't have to change them for years. You right-wing idiots. Oh my God. I guess, you know, well, if you're only changing a light bulb every so many years, then I guess you don't have a good work ethic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, there, it, could, it is possible that these light bulb companies are realizing, oh shit, you know, we're, we've commoditized these these light bulbs that that last forever we're gonna our sales are gonna plummet but yeah you know maybe mm. that's maybe they're behind all this who knows the lobbying group yeah anyway all right um before uh, i got a i got a light bulb over my head right now that means i have an idea <laughs> let's go to break green news report coming up everybody i think they would support uh, leds over incandescence, Brad Freeman, Desi Doyne. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn up the night with anything. Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. It's Thursday, September 12, 2019. You need to know that... Your stand is our stand. Global trade unions commit to walk out for global climate strike. Parts of the planet have already warmed two degrees Celsius. The benefits of investing in climate adaptation far outweigh the costs, report fines. Plus, the demonization of carbon dioxide is just like the demonization of the poor Jews under Hitler. Prominent climate science denier departs the Trump White House. Good riddance. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Because you don't believe in climate change... Um, at all. Uh, you made a comment. Just back. a minute. Just a minute. Just a you, minute. You I believe in climate change. change. No, Shut up. It's so sad to see another stable genius leave the White House. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, scientists say we must keep the planet from rising 
2 degrees Celsius, but now we're learning that parts of the planet are already doing so. Yes, unfortunately, a new data analysis by the Washington Post shows that parts of the planet have already crossed that 2 degrees Celsius threshold of warming. That's the limit above pre-industrial temperatures that world governments agreed to not go beyond in the United Nations Paris Climate Accord. The new analysis finds that accelerating man-made global warming is adding new hot zones, including parts of the U.S. and much of Europe. In total, about a tenth of the planet's land regions have already warmed two degrees Celsius. The analysis also found that global warming is changing the global circulation of winds, which is in turn altering key ocean currents, shifting them to new locations, and that is changing precipitation patterns that are key to agriculture. Meanwhile, the tallest peak in Sweden has lost its title, thanks to climate change. Two hotter-than-average summers have eroded the glacier cap on Mount Kebnekaise, located above the Arctic Circle. Which mountain? Kebnekaise. Oh. Scientists say that over the last 50 years, the height of Kebnekaise's tallest peak has dropped by nearly 79 feet. Accelerating glacier melt around the world has serious implications for regions that are reliant on glaciers for drinking water and hydroelectric power. However, the benefits of investing in climate adaptation far outweigh the costs. According to a major new report from the Netherlands-based Global Commission on Adaptation, investing in adaptation measures such as early warning systems and resilient infrastructure would generate a massive return. And simultaneously with reducing emissions, they say such investment would help avoid climate apartheid, in which wealthy individuals can afford to protect themselves while the rest of the world suffers. Sounds familiar. The report calculates that investing less than $2 trillion globally on adaptation projects would return more than $7 trillion in total net economic benefits. They conclude it's much cheaper to adapt now than to pay the much higher cost of damages later. Some good news. Senior Trump White House advisor and prominent climate science denier Dr. William Happer is leaving the administration after failing to convince them to launch an adversarial review of climate science to undermine the National Climate Assessment. Couldn't Happer to a nicer guy. Dr. Happer, who is not a climate scientist, famously likened attacks on fossil fuels to the demonization of Jews under Hitler. But like CO2 in the atmosphere, Happer's climate denial will remain in the White House long after he is gone. Finally, the global climate strike is set for Friday, September 20th, in conjunction with the United Nations Climate Action Summit in New York. Youth climate strikers are staging marches and demonstrations in more than 150 countries to demand their governments act on global warming. The Swedish teen climate activist who inspired the climate strike, Greta Thunberg, is in the U.S. after crossing the Atlantic on a zero-emissions solar-powered racing boat. She will speak to U.N. leaders and join a climate strike outside the Trump White House. On CBS This Morning, she explained why. I want to do what is right. I want to make sure that I have done everything in my power to to stop this crisis from happening, to prevent it, and that I promised myself that I 
I will do everything I can, and that is what I'm trying to do. And workers around the world say they will walk out of work to join the strike on September 20th, including employees of Amazon, Microsoft, and other tech companies in the United States. This week, the head of the International Trade Union Confederation, Sharon Burrow, announced their members will also join the global climate strikes around the world where laws allow. For unions, we've said for a very long time, There are no jobs on a dead planet. No jobs on a dead planet. Well said. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Who's gonna stand up and save the earth? say that she's had enough who's gonna take on the big machine this all starts with you and me this is Indy Media Weekly extraterrestrial radio all the power without the tower This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. That's how the first lady got involved. She's got a son together that is a... <laughs> a beautiful young man and she feels very very strongly about it she's seen it you are not yeah thank you thank you (laughs) anyway welcome back to the show i'm so proud of myself for that donnie you are not Uh, although it's it's pretty undeniable, the uh, I think Bobber, you might have Bobber uh, for Freedom's blog, Washington D.C. Der Braumeister, I think you might have posited that uh, uh, Baron might have had different genes other than uh, Wranglers, or, or no, I'm, I mean uh, Trump. Ah. <laughs> well, it could be the uh, security guard at Trump Tower. Oh, oh well, you know that uh, that uh, could be. Uh, yeah, so, well, 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 welcome back, Bob. I'm a little jitter, uh, jittery from this storm is going nuts here. So it's, it's kind of passing now, but there were some more thunderclaps on the break and I'm like, oh, I'm nervous things are going to, you know, shut down on me. But anyway, uh, yeah, welcome back, Bobber. And of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. We're, we're borrowing some electricity here from you tonight. I, I. I can actually feel the electricity in the air tonight. I had to get one in there. Did we lose Joe? Joe, are you there? Hello, oh. hello. Oh, okay, there you go. Oh, oh, I sit on this freaking button. I know. Okay. You're not you that know, big of a guy it, either. It must be a very small button. It's, it's a tiny button that's attached <laughs> to my headphones so you could turn the, the volume mute and, and everything. Oh, okay. okay but, a, uh, when you sit on it, it's no good. You got a cord uh, that comes right uh, at your computer. 
Anyway, yeah, the the local the local uh, uh, Wegmans uh, grocery store uh, opened a whole new craft beer and wine section. Oh my goodness! And I'm going to check if they have kale beer. <laughs> um, let's check with our resident cat beer expert on that one. Okay. okay. No? Yeah. No, no, cat says it doesn't exist. Although I, we might have to do do a Google search. Don't for that. do a Google search. You're going surfing on the internet. Because I bet you some sick fucker out there made kale beer. I, I don't know. You know, I'm not a beer drinker, so I wouldn't I know. know Stegmeier from Schlitz. Oh God you damn know. it! Somebody did it. What shits? Somebody did it. Somebody made kale beer. No. India kale ale. Oh my god. Oh my god. Bobber. They, they deserve to be banished. <laughs> it sounds like they already are. <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah. There's there's a couple different ones. Wow. Just in time for St. Patrick's Day. Kale ale. You know, ale. if Wegmans does have it, I'm gonna send a six pack to uh to you and Bobber. God damn it, Joe. Okay. I'll take it. So um <laughs> Yeah, uh, I doubt I, I doubt they uh, they have it, but you know, yeah, you never yeah. know. I, they have quite a selection now. I mean, it's huge. Sure. Of what kale beer? Uh, no, no, just craft beer and wine. Nola brewing, Nola brewing, and they also have a section in the wine section for just local wines, because there is a winery across the street from me. So, uh, but well, just so Bobber knows to, who to shun, Nola mm-hmm. Brewing, N O L A, Nola Brewing. Uh, so they're they're from uh, New Orleans. I know that figures. <sighs> what a disappointment! I um, have actually drank dill pickle beer. Well, <sighs> it was why disgusting. Not, why not? You don't just have, have to reserve judgment. It was gross. Why not just have a pickle and have a beer? Thank you. Yep. I mean, thank you. <laughs> I get it if you use some kind of fruit or something that'll complement the grains or something along you know those lines. I get it, but just to do it as a gimmick or a novelty kind of thing, fuck off. Anyway, last but not least, <laughs> Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. Are you ready to do a little bit of name galling as our girl Friday? I said name galling. What? Maybe maybe we could put a, the the name of a craft beer next to each name. Oh. Oh. Or maybe just a, a maybe just a cheap uh, beer that doesn't exist anymore, or okay. or or is in limited oh. quantity. Oh, that's a challenge. How about Bach? Uh, Bach beer exists. Oh. It, 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 Bach is a type of beer. It yeah, like beer. Shiner Bach my, and stuff like it's that. Also, the name of my grandmother's last name. How about Gibbons? Okay. That exists. All right. Well, we'll just take turns. You, me, and Bobber will take turns uh, yelling out a... a, a, a well, let's a do cheap, a cheap beers, whether they exist or not. Uh, so here we go. Okay. Here we go. Uh, rain, here's your jingle. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. These 
greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Okay, so we'll go uh, alphabetically after Rain says a name. So it's Bobber Joe Me for uh, a, a cheap beer, yeah. a cheap beer after everybody's name. Can I can I take the first one, please? If you want to, yeah, well, you could do that. That's fine. Okay, because our first person in the chat room is Adam Hebert. Uh-huh. And I, I know that we have Adam Hebrew. It's the Kosha beer. Oh, well, there you go. Or should we make right. up a beer nace based on the person's name? Should we do that? I don't know. You said it could be real or fake. Uh, I said it could be. It, it could still exist. Or oh, not. okay. Then let's go with Bob. Adam Hebert. Doesn't really matter. Peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> oh, that's a beer? Guaranteed, yes, it is a it beer. Is. Wow. All, All right, right, next up we have Balua. Joe? Give Balua a beer. Genesee. Cream ale or just straight up Jenny? Uh, cream ale. Okay. Okay, next up we have Bobber DC. Oh, I'm going to go to New York City and get him a dry ass Rheingold. Oh. <laughs> Next up, we have Psy Guy DC, and I got Paps Blue Ribbon. That, yeah. It makes no oh. sense. Are you sure you don't want to give him Heineken? Why? Why? Uh, I mean, it, are, are you sure you don't want to give him Heineken? Psy you, you, you should offer Psy Guy a Heineken real quick. Okay, psych. Okay. All right. He gets a uh, Heineken. What kind I, of beer do I you I don't like? get it. Heineken? Fuck that shit! Pap <laughs> Ribbon! Wow. <laughs> Talk about dragging a joke out. Wow. Oh. Trying to kicking and screaming. Flogging a dead horse. All Next right. up, we have Heather. 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 Black and Voodoo. Ooh. Oh, Bob's After giving that, that better. Jay Collie. Oh, oh, is it my turn? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, uh, I'm gonna go uh, uh, local here in Scranton. Yingling. Oh, nice. Republican All donors. Right. Next up, we have Cat. Cat. Oh, I better be careful here. Yes. Uh, I'll give Cat a Great Lakes uh, Dortmunder Gold. Specific. Well, I knew she. I knew she'd get pissed if I gave her some cheap ass beer. So I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have you, sir, Kenny Pick. Uh, well, I got a Bud Light. I got a Bud Light. So I think it's Bob's turn. Uh, oh, okay. I'm gonna go with Natty Bo. Natty Bo, thank you, Bob. I knew that was coming. Oh yeah. Thirty packs right. in the mail. So. <laughs> uh, oh, and Ken, Ken Senior. Senior. I got one for Ken. I, I got one for Ken Senior actually. Okay, you could take. You could take. I, I still think he he might have a bottle of this in his fridge. Moosehead. <laughs> oh. Moosehead. 
They used to, the, they had Moosehead beer all the time when I was growing up. So I mean, not like tons of it. There was always like a couple stuck in the back of the fridge. So that was for us. That was always the yeah. That was a Canadian beer. That was the high end beer. You know. Oh, okay. We said in Molson, it came in a green bottle, so it was the good stuff. There you I had that yeah. at a high school graduation party, both of them. Nice, nice. Yes. Molson's Goldens. Until so. somebody's truck fell down the hill and took out a tree. <laughs> so there you go. Hi, Dad. Moosehead. Okay. Uh, Hi, right, adopted Dad. Woot. Um, so next up, we have Lee again. Is that me? No, I stole Joe's, so Joe gets to give uh, Lee again a beer. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, Old Milwaukee. Oh. That's a good one. Um, Living on Long Island? Who is that? You. I'm going to go with Koch beer. Oh. Fancy pants. Oh, wow. All right, next one goes to Bobber. Time for you. Um, what a fun, sexy time for you. Marnus. Joe. Oh, oh me. What's Bobber going to give Joe? Bobber Bob gives me mine. It's, it's take, taking longer Bobber. than I thought it would. <laughs> Bobber. He's going to give me kale beer. That's what he's he's gonna gonna <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I was on mute. <laughs> Stop muting. How about, how, about, how about a bunch of schlitz? Oh, it's, oh. Well, I'll get you for that. <laughs> Next up, we have Michelle in South Florida. And Perhaps Blue Ribbon. Wait, what whose turn was it? Well, I'm after Heineken. Bobber, right? Fuck that shit! <laughs> Paps Blue Ribbon! We already did PBR. Oh, I you made, did? I made Rain okay. change PBR, PBR at Heineken okay. to get to that well, joke. Utica Club. Oh. Utica what? Club. Utica Club. I've never heard of it. I it's, want it. Oh, yeah, that, it's from upstate New York. Central New York's best. Yes, my drink. I want that. All right. <laughs> and Miles. Miles doesn't drink, so we won't give him one. Um. Next up is myself. Oh, I get to give you a beer. So, Rain... I am going to give you the champagne of beers and give you a Miller High Life. Because <laughs> oh. that's how much I care. <laughs> okay, that's perfect. It's the champagne. Um, Champagne. Wow. Next up, we have Theo. That's you. That's you. Theo gets, <laughs> oh, what is a Midwestern beer? Milwaukee. Or, Schlitz. That both of old Milwaukee and Schlitz have already been used. Oh god damn it. You could take Milwaukee best. Oof. Yeah. Well that's the a beast. nice beer, but be yeah, let's go with that. Be best. Be the best. Beast. Be best. Milwaukee be best. Yeah. <laughs> Is that okay? Sorry, Theo. No, that's why I, I, I don't think, think Theo I don't think more he... of a he's more of a martini fellow. Uh, yeah, I think he's more of a like a wine wine guy. So I'm not so sure. Next up we have Tim Cormel. Oh. Bob, are you going to make this one good for Tim? Let's see. Hmm. Let's see. For Tim. Didn't he just move up to Pennsylvania? Aren't they moving up to Pennsylvania? Or did they oh, I know where you're going. Uh-oh. I'm going to go with Iron City. Nice! <laughs> wow. 
Uh, Iron City or Icy Lights is the question. So. Okay, and our last person is Trojan Rabbit. Trojan Rabbit. That goes to Joe. Joe. Uh, uh, I'm going to give him uh, Strohs. Strohs. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what we got tonight, guys. That's not okay, bad. Sure. Any birthdays? Um, you're, all, you're all drunk. Um, so, but I'll tell you what. Everybody in the chat room, I got something extra here for you. Um, just in case you want to have more than one beer, I got, I got, uh, I got something for you. pause that right there because i i want to play this too just because it's been forever since i played this on the show but here you go <laughs> All right, <laughs> I had to get that. You know, you know who did the uh, who sang that song? Do you, any uh, of you guys know who sang that song? Eric Trump. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. His voice was heard uh, in um, a, a classic. Boris Karloff. Uh, no, no, but you're on the right track. His voice was heard in a classic cereal commercial and mascot, and his voice was also heard in a classic Christmas special. Oh. Mel Blanc? No. No. Um, um, is there probably a buzzer, a push? Well, we discussed this. We do have birthdays. Okay. Well, I'm just going to buzz you. Just buzz you all. Thurl Ravenscroft, he was the guy who sang You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. Mr. Um, Grinch. And he also did the voice of he did the voice of Tony the Tiger. They're great, you know. So uh so that's what it was. Thurl Ravenscroft. He he drowned, didn't he? In a bowl Uh, of milk. (laughs) No, his heart grew his heart grew fifty his heart grew fifty times one day from drinking too much. Too many bottles of beer. (laughs) (laughs) Just a red mist. Red mist everywhere. All right, what are the birthdays, Rain? Thank you. We have Psy Guy's brother's birthday, which was yesterday, and Tuesday was Mrs. Psy Guy's birthday. Oh, okay. And of course, Kenny Pick Seniors was on Monday as well. So, um, we, uh, but yeah, so there we go. Um, Psy Guy, Mrs. Psy Guy, Dad. 
right? That's everybody? Yes. Happy birthday. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Are you ready, Quartet? Mm. All right, let's go. Drink to me, darling. Not with thine eyes, but with past blue ribbon tears. <laughs> Cause if you toast me with past blue ribbon, I'll know that your love's been Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. For coming to my birthday! There we go. I squeezed in a little Pabst Blue Ribbon commercial there for everybody, too. Nobody mentioned Rolling Rock, did they? Nobody did mention Rolling Rock. Little Kings was left out. Corona. I mean, so many. So many. Um, there are Nobody more... mentioned St. Pauli's Girl. No. There, nobody did. I love St. Pauli's Girl. All right. We, we seriously... Um, Maybe have time for one very quick phone call if anybody wants to call. 330-536-1466. I'll give one caller like two minutes. Um, so, uh, call it. I'm not even going to put it in the chat room because if, if somebody calls, and, and just so you know, if I'm already talking to somebody, just hang up because we don't have time because it's, it's five till. Uh, but anyway, I'll tell everybody right now, um, you guys have to keep me out of trouble tonight because Susan is in Sandusky for a Dragon Boats event. So, uh, but Wait, she's coming. She's in Sandusky? Yeah, she and uh, our that friend. Uh, really dirty. Sharon. No, not Jerry Sandusky. Um, oh. uh, Sandusky, where Cedar Point is. Um, oh, know. okay. Yeah. So, all right. Heather's calling. Heather's calling right now. So. But yeah, so Susan's at the Dragon Boat events with our friend Sharon, and she'll be back tomorrow because they're going to see Adam Ant. Uh, Susan's going to see Adam Ant tomorrow. Um, so there you go. But Heather, what's on your mind? Hello. Hi. Um, I was going to call and say something about PBR. Okay. Which would be Paps Blue Ribbon. It could um, be. Th- I can't remember the name. Oh, Well Read. The guys from the Well Read Tour. They talk about PBR all the time. No. Well, I, if, um, if they're Gen Xers, they probably do. Yeah. But they're they're comedians. They're from down south. They're lefties. Good. And they talk about PBR, and they're just fun and funny. So, you know. Well, PBR is a huge beer, a cheap beer for like the rockabilly scene and the punk rock scene here in Cleveland. It's like, you know, it, it's like water for the horses in the troughs outside the OK Corral. You know, <laughs> in Atlanta, it was the hipster douchebag beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's But they only, they only drank it ironically, though. So, you know. Nah, they drink it here because they enjoy it. I actually do enjoy it, but it has to be really fucking cold because if it's a little hint of warm, it just has that grotesque, sickly sweet taste. And that's why I like um, Natty Bow so much because Natty Bow, it's got a little bit of that flavor, but and it's owned by PBR now, actually. Um, but... Uh, but it's got it touches on that little sickly sweet flavor of PBR, but then it backs away real fast, and I like that. So, 
But yeah, so so what's the name of that comedy? There, there a comedy troupe? Is that what you said, Heather? Yeah, well read comedy. Um, well read. Crowder. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, Cat just reminded us who it is. Okay. And. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I, I just want to tell y'all, my dad was drinking PBR when I was six years old. I had the PBR man slapped on the side of my snowmobile helmet. There oh. are pictures of it. My dad was a hipster douchebag. <laughs> hipster douchebags existed. Did he vape and ride a scooter? I don't know if he vaped. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not a scooter, but an e-scooter. He didn't have a man bun, did he? Uh, <laughs> no, no. But no. if he had a man he had a handlebar mustache, right? You know. He oh did. God. He oh, did. God. He had a handlebar mustache. You know what's the word? Oh. When I was six years old. <laughs> I don't even know how that works back then. So, but anyway, well, Heather, thank you for calling about that. And yes, Trey Crowder, American comedian, co-author of the Liberal Redneck Manifesto, Dragon Dixie Out of the Dark. Um, yeah. So there you go. But uh, thanks for calling. I'm sorry to cut it, cut you so short, but uh, we love you, and we'll uh, talk to you soon. All right. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. Uh, so all right. Well, we got to run. This true story about my dad and PBR. Handlebar mustache? No shit. So, yes. All right. Well, on that note, everybody get your mustache wax. We're heading to the break. Twist it up. <laughs> and we'll come back and get into some more trouble. I have no idea. Turn up the night. Turn up the night. Turn up the night. Turn up the night. Yeah. Turn up the night. With Kenny Pig. This is Indie Media Weekly Radio. And now, on with the show. Hey, who wants to play Drink the Beer? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back, everybody, to the Friday the 13th edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, 9-13-2019. Joining me, as always, on the Friday edition of uh, Turn Up the Night, the Braumeister, Der Braumeister, a bobber uh, for Freedom's blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the show, Bob. Thank you. 
Yes. Hello, boss. And, <laughs> there we go. Now I feel welcome. Yeah, of course. And uh, your lovely and talented wife, my sister from another Mr. Rain uh, from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Oh, no. Well, but then again, I guess uh, you've officially, unofficially been adopted by Kenny Pick Sr. So there you go. Rain Picklesimer, folks. That's true. Rain Picklesimer. I like it. I'll take it. And last but not least, Uncle Joe, the guy who gave me my first taste of beer back when I was just a little baby. (laughs) Don't Uh, tell your father. What? He's going to put in the chat room. What? What? (laughs) Listen, do you remember I used to play records for you? You did. You did. You used to play for me backwards. You knew words. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You used to play for me. How did? How did? How do they think you got all these fancy words? See exactly. See you know exactly. And he played records for me backwards and and showed me our Dark Lord uh, Satan's uh, lyrics. Number nine. Number nine. Yeah. Number nine. Uh, We like to smoke marijuana. So, <laughs> number nine. Uh, Paul is dead. So, anyway, to bury Paul. Yeah, welcome back to the show, and uh, we still have a fair amount of audio. Uh, if we do uh, Mad Mad Cons, uh, formerly the the segment formerly known as Mad Libs, um, we will. Uh, I'll yeah, I'll I'll cobble together some. Uh, some bits from that, but serious. Oh, we gotta, we gotta. Uh, once again, everyone, please write down your answer. Now, what is Eric concerned about? This is our all night long edition of what the hell is that sound? What was Eric concerned about being destroyed uh, in his apartment when the ceiling fell in? Oh my God, Eric! God. I told you. <laughs> did it break our. No. <laughs> what didn't get broken? <laughs> so, anyway, let's go ahead and get back to the audio. Uh, I'm not. I don't even think anybody in the chat room's even bothered guessing what it is. I have. Well, that's good. I can't wait uh, uh, until, uh, you know, the, the very end of the show. We, we give our big reveal. Um so uh, I want to I want to start this segment with a clip that actually this will be good for me to cobble together some Mad Libs, uh, Mad Cons uh, uh, words from folks. But Joe, uh, did you want to set this up a little bit? This is a clip you sent. Um, uh, Vanessa Yurchevich, I believe, is her name from CNN, yes. went to uh, Pennsylvania to Manesson, mm-hmm. and and she right. talked to a guy that actually I think other networks have interviewed before um do you, but but go ahead and set this up real quick yeah what 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 it was uh, she went out and interviewed uh, uh it's a old pennsylvania steel town where trump campaigned and promised that the american steel was going to come pouring back pour, pouring no back and um uh he was going to reignite all the furnaces and everybody was going back to the mines and well it didn't quite turn out that way and there's some bitter feelings all right here's uh here's the clip i'm going to look at the mill because i got so many memories 
It's been 32 years since John Gollum worked in this steel mill in Manesson, Pennsylvania. Once the lifeblood of this town, now it's gone. He still wears his jacket to remember. But this is all I have left after all those years I had with the mill. I gave my heart and soul. And there's many men and women who did the same as I, especially in Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh area. And it's like we were spat upon. Which is why this Democrat voted Republican for the first time after then-candidate Donald Trump came to town. Many of these areas have still never recovered and never will unless I become president. And then we had Donald Trump come here and profess about re reviving American steel. And that's just what all of us steel workers wanted to hear. Then when he was elected, he pulled a Houdini on us. He disappeared. <laughs> Manesson was a thriving steel town, but it's lost half its population since the mill closed in the 80s. Today, it's coming apart at the seams. The poverty rate is 60% higher than the national average, and now what little business remains is being threatened by the trade war. But all from China. They're all from China, right. yeah. Buzzy Byron also worked at the steel mill, but he's found new life in his fireworks shop and sports apparel store in town. Both will be hit with a 15% tariff. Nobody wants to see the price goes up. I don't care what it is. You know, you don't want to come here this year and spend 10 bucks for this and then come back next year and spend 15. And I feel bad because I know all of these people and I don't, you know, I, I feel bad that where I'm not going to let you pay that bigger, higher price. The trade war is expected to cost American families $1,000 more each year. That is something that residents that are already struggling can't afford. We need jobs here, but we need jobs that fit the 21st century. We were founded to help supplement what Pittsburgh was doing with steel, and I think that we could play that role again. While the mayor sees opportunity, Gollum has lost hope. He says voters in the Rust Belt like him believed President Trump had their backs, helping to elect him. Now, he feels lied to. If you had an opportunity to see the president again, uh, if he came back to Manesson, Pennsylvania, what would you say to him? He wouldn't speak to me. He Why? wouldn't speak to me because I'd have to tell him the truth. Where are your promises? John's story and the story of Manesson, Pennsylvania is not unique. This is happening up and down the Rust Belt. And Kate, it's not just about whether or not the president can maintain his support here. It's about whether or not any of the Democratic candidates we saw on stage last night can connect with voters here. And in right. order to do that, they have to come to places like Manesson, Pennsylvania to win their trust and deliver on their promises. All right, Joe, I'm going to let you uh, lead after that. Joe, did you sit on your button? <laughs> no, I muted so okay. I didn't cough into the into the understood, presentation. Understood. Um, yeah, what she ended with was how Democrats have to go there and, and say that they could uh, fulfill the promises. What Democrats have to do to, to the Rust Belt is tell the truth. Yeah. These jobs, as uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen said, they're going, son, and they ain't coming back. Yeah. Okay, and, and unfortunately, no one wants to tell them the truth. Okay, they're not coming back. And what we have to look forward to is what that last person interviewed said. He has that we have to look to the future, look to the industries of the future to revitalize these areas. We're not going back to the 50s. You know, here in Scranton, 
We didn't hire any more miners. Guess what? In the last three years. No new mines opened up. No new train corporations moved in here. RCA didn't start putting tube t- TVs back together again. It's all gone. And it's mm-hmm. gone for good. Okay? And w- what Democrats have to do is tell the truth. Don't make... Pr- you know, it's easy to go out and say say to the kids, you could have all the candy you want. But it's hard to say you're going to get sick. Yeah. It's not going to help get, you. You're going to get cavities. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, let's tell the truth. You know, NAFTA wasn't the best deal, but NAFTA wasn't the worst deal, and NAFTA wasn't wasn't the cause of all our ills. You know, we never kept up with technology. We never kept up with the future. You know, it's the same thing. He wants to go back to light bulbs, horse and carriages. You know, he wants to go back to to mines, uh, coal mines. It's not not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And what Democrats have to do is not say deliver on your promise. Don't make promises you can't deliver on. Can I, Tell can I raise my hand? the uh, truth. Yeah, I, I say I'm amen to that. Amen to that, ah, and then man. yeah, rain, go for it. You know something. I, I try really hard to let go of the past, mm-hmm. but the truth was actually something that Hillary Clinton delivered on. And she she said these jobs are not coming back. And everybody was so mad. Well, you know, and but here's the thing. So I I completely agree with what Joe is saying. I don't disagree with it at all. But Hillary Clinton actually said that your jobs are not coming back. Yeah, and And everybody got blasphemed. It was blasphemed. Uh huh. Um, and nobody wanted to hear it. And so now I'm kind of in this place where I agree with Joe, where the Democrats need to say these jobs are not coming back. I sort of feel like these the Democrats need to say these jobs are gone. Forget about saying they're not coming back. They're gone. They're just gone. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah, basically the same thing. I mean, but she thing- but she said that she said that very thing. And what's going to happen to the next Democrat who says these jobs are not coming back? It, do, do you understand what I'm saying, Joe? Because I, I, well, you're, it, you're so on point about this. Yeah, it's, it's not even a matter of do saying. Do they not want to hear the truth, these, these people who voted for Trump? Because they're, they're complaining. They're complaining that their jobs are, you know, they're complaining. What we just heard is a really good point. They're, they're upset. Trump they're lied upset. to them. Yeah, they lied to them, and and you should have known coal wasn't coming back, coal mining wasn't coming back, and 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 uh, steel in Pittsburgh isn't coming back, or in Allentown, you know, the th- it's not only that Democrats have to tell them the truth about they're not coming back, they have to also tell them what they're going to do to help those people. You know, is- people that are in their mid fifties who are still ten years away from retirement and have no jobs. How how are we going to retrain these people for the new economy? You know, globalization is here. You know, global competition is here. Technology is here. So how do we refit you so you can compete in this environment? Okay, so when you say the Democrats need to tell them the truth, what do Democrats need to say? They need to say that these, like I said, these jobs are not coming back that they are lost to globalization 
which isn't going to reverse, yet we can compete in globalization, and they can be part of that. If the government, well, retraining programs. One of the things we did great with NAFTA, and I and I was personally involved in this at the at the uh, the the Department of Labor, is that we had great skilled training programs for people that were affected by the NAFTA uh, tr- uh, uh, treaty. Right. Okay. We we extended unemployment benefits to to NAFTA uh, affected people. And got them new careers. I, so, my sister-in-law was one of them. She worked at RCA. Gr- big plant. Thousands of people worked in this plant here in, in, in near Scranton. Okay? They made picture tubes. She was there 23 years and was booted out. And the plant is gone. She went on an after training program. She got another job, another how? career. How do we get the message across that there have been plans for job training? Well, we've cut And we will have these plans again. And, Bob, I'm sorry. I I know Bob probably wants to jump in here. I'm yapping too much. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, go. Yeah, please, Bob. Well, the reality is, is that there's... Up until, you know, probably 20, 30 years ago, there was always a place for the low-skilled worker to work, you know? There was assembly line jobs. There was just, you know, the menial work that somebody that wasn't very smart and didn't have really have any good skills, they could be trained like a monkey to, to do, you know, and I, I, I don't mean that detrimentally, but, it, like, it's I'm just being realistic, mm-hmm. uh, to, to do certain tasks. And... Now, you know, either outsourcing or robotics have replaced all those menial tasks. And so the only jobs left in America require a certain amount of intelligence and or skill. And so there, there's these people that don't have intelligence and or skill. And what are they going to do? There's just no place for them to go to work. Um, you know, and I don't know what I don't have a solution for that other than. You know, of, of all people, you know, Yang's, you know, minimum income guarantee thing, you know, mm-hmm. pay him not to work. <laughs> you know, I've seen, I've seen, you know, Bob, I've seen people transition. Uh, we also had uh, um, Capitol Records had a big plant here. Uh, pressed vinyl, they went from that to uh, uh, CDs. When CDs uh, now have been phased out. These people, the plan is shut down. Um, so, I know many people, but but what what did explode is, for instance, medical technology, computer technology. A lot of these people went into training programs, became computer technicians, became uh, medical assistants. I mean, there are jobs. Yeah, you have to be willing to trans transmit to the new economy. Well, there's like you Most know med- the medical coding and stuff like that is, is a, a huge field now. Absolutely, and what yeah, the government has to, that. and what the government has to do, what the government has to do, what the, we what Democrats have to promise, is that people that are affected by the things that we can't control, which is globalization, okay, that we will help them transition. To the new reality. Maybe that's a hard sell, but it's the truth. At least you're not selling something to people and promising things that 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 you can't you can't possibly deliver. It's like saying that I'm going to bring back the Etzel. No, you're not. 
You know, we're not oh, going to have 57 Chevys well, anymore. I don't know. <laughs> Trump might no. want to bring back the Studebaker. Maybe. I, I think so. I think that Studebaker. you know what Joe just said, bringing back, you know, Edsel's and whatnot. That's exactly what Trump sold and he fed into the idea of a a segment of our population who doesn't like change. Period. Like they they want to still be coal miners. They don't want to learn anything new. And I'm not trying to knock conservatism, but they really just don't want to move with the way society is moving. And Trump fed into that. And and a lot of these people in, in coal mining com- country, you know, when Hillary Clinton, it, it was, to me, it was completely slandered what she said, because she basically said those oh, jobs were coming back. It was We're just gonna, like the, the it, that was smeared just as much as uh, Obama's. You didn't build that. Yes, yeah, they really. There's a segment of this this country who just doesn't want to hear that life goes on. Mm-hmm. Like you know, cows. No, not cows. Life Horses goes on. Be always the ones that draw, draw plows. I'm sorry, yeah. Ken. I said, life goes on without me. So <laughs> I'm just yeah, a gigolo and everywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the problem is, is that while life goes on without them, these are the people who voted Trump into office. Yeah. And yeah. wonder if that was but a I, good idea. Uh, I wonder if that was a good idea. I don't think so. Yeah, but I think after four years of watching what didn't happen, Mm-hmm. Which was the jobs didn't come pouring back. Steel, American steel isn't back where it was fifty years ago. You know, coal mines didn't reopen. Mm-hmm. No, people don't want to burn coal. Uh, you know, globalization has not stopped. Okay, I think after after everybody, you know, I I think a segment of the people that voted for him, hoping that he could deliver these things, realize now that they are not. Well, I'll tell you what. I have a coal chute on the side of my house that's been sealed up for about 50 years. I'm going to pry that sucker open tonight and call my local anthracite dealer and have them drop off some coal and pour it into my basement, and I'm going to shovel that into my gas furnace. Wait, what? (laughs) Wait, don't Um, do that. (laughs) Wait, don't do that. Yeah, that'd be bad. I wouldn't make it Oh, that that was my job when I was a kid. I had to go down in the basement, and we had a little door where they used to deliver mm-hmm. our coal. I used to have to fill the barrel up with the worm. Yeah. Wow. And I had to go into the bottom of the furnace and open the bottom door and pull the ash can out and drag it out to the driveway. Well, also, and- <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, finish your thought on 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 your process there, because I have another thing that we need to get back to. Oh, as then, well. oh except in winter, we didn't. They used to collect our ashes. Like garbage collection sure. was like on a Tuesday, and ash collection was on a Thursday. Except Not in the winter, when we spread the ashes out on the on the ice. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. like you know cheaper than salt. Uh, Free salt. Yeah. Yeah. But you know another thing. I have a milk door on the side of my house, mm-hmm. and I'm going to... Uh, where is the milkman? Bring back the milk... Where are all the milkman jobs, Trump? 
I want the yeah. milkman to come drop off my milk in my milk door in the side of my house. You know, so, the thing is, we've almost gone full circle, though, but with Amazon, you could probably order milk on Amazon <laughs> well, and yeah. it delivered. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they'll put it in the door, but you no, know. it'll be a, a drone will drop it on you. Yeah. <laughs> we used to have they'll come in to, septic packaging, you know. You remember my my stay cold. You remember my story about the 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 baker that used to come around. Oh, sorry, my milk's here. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, Joe. Oh, we used to have you know we used to have a baker that came a couple times a week. We used to have a guy that had a converted school bus. He used to come with uh, fresh vegetables. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, nobody went. Nobody went to. Uh, uh, nobody went to, to stores when I was a kid. Everybody came came down the street, you know, in in a truck, and they sold vegetables, and they sold bread, and they sold uh, condoms. And condoms, kale, yeah, I, kale I beer, kale beer. Condoms. It's the only condoms. way you could condom and kale I, beer. Did they sell condoms to your mother, Joe? Okay, I told this story before. Hey, that's inappropriate, Rain. Let me I, say, I, I told this. <laughs> I told this story beeswax, before. lady. I told the story about Joe the Baker, didn't I? <laughs> I'm not sure. Joe the Baker was was our baker he used to come like two three times a week and uh naturally it's an italian neighborhood but most of my the town i grew up in was was italian and you know he'd come with he was polish by the way uh and he'd come with the italian bread no i didn't even know what rye bread was until i was like 21 okay rye bread but when some lady would order rye bread. That means she was going to get lucky that night. Oh, because he also—that was the code for bring up a pack of condoms. Ooh, the baker was also the condom man. Oh, <laughs> wow! Yes. this is interesting. And when you'd hear two loaves of Italian and a loaf of rye, nobody in my neighborhood eat rye bread. What a fun, bread. sexy time for you. That's right. I'm German Irish. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, my crunk Mick friend. I'm going to make so much trouble for you, you won't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And, yeah, and, and pretty jo- German. Joe the Baker was, was Polish, but no. he was beloved in our Italian neighborhood. So are you, saying, are you saying that the woman who ordered that was expecting somebody to pump her nickel? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's. Oh. Yeah, get out of, get my, out of my house! I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah. I didn't yep. mean it. I actually think, Joe, if you lived <laughs> hey, in a very Italian neighborhood, uh-huh. that Go means ahead. that you were also Italian Catholics, correct? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Well, oh. Joe the baker was providing a service: contraceptives. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was the original Planned Parenthood. Well, he was Planned Parenthood. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, it sounds like he was he was breaking some laws there, though. Every sperm is sacred. Every sperm is great. If the sperm is wasted, God gets quite irate. Let the heathen. 
Okay, but after all that, it was just just condoms. There was very little regulation back then. Uh, well, yeah, but still, I mean, that's not so. Uh, I, I know kosher is a Jewish thing, but it's not kosher for Catholics to wear <laughs> and, 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 and I to wrap their tallywhackers. Italian, Italian Catholics weren't like Irish Catholics. Okay, mm, uh, okay. We had a very tenuous relationship with religion. It was a, it was a on again, off again kind of thing. I have a really bad joke for you. Oh dear. Oh, okay. Do you know why uh, no Catholics get abortions? Why? Because they check Protestant in the office. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Oops. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was really bad. <laughs> um. Joe, you can you can you can chastise me for that if you'd like. No, I won't. All right. So it's accurate. <laughs> Is it accurate? Uh, no, yeah. I'm kidding. Uh, but anyway, all right. We got to go to the break. <laughs> we got to go to the break. Uh, Bobber, anything else you'd like to add uh, to all that uh, contraceptive advice from Joe? I was trying to find a good joke in there with. with but I, all I came up with was yeast, and, and that just probably is not a good thing to to go. No, that, no. Yeast infections don't do anything about it. You could go with lemon bread. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You get a rise out of that. Yeah. Oh, see? There you go. I was going to say something about that. So, yeah. Real rise. Uh, Anyway. All right. Let's go ahead and go to the break. When we come back, uh, we'll find out. We'll find out what Eric was so upset about, what he was worried about. What, What was Eric concerned about getting destroyed when the ceiling collapsed? Oh, my God. Eric. God, I told you <laughs> to break our. No. All right, we'll find out what Eric was so upset about, <laughs> and <laughs> we'll do some Mad Libs. Oh, I might have some uh, Tammy Laren for us too. So, wow. uh, Murder Barbie coming up, everybody. Uh, <laughs> we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after. Oh, I don't know this one. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody. You can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for walking more.
Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hello, listener. I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. Declare your independence and reject corporate media. This is Indie Media Weekly, your number one source for independent media. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Twice. And thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oops, I just rolled over my carpet there. Uh, Anyway, uh, welcome back to the show. I hope you guys uh, have all had a lovely evening tonight. Uh, I think before we roll along, we should find out the mystery of what Eric was so upset about when the ceiling collapsed from our all-night-long edition of What the Hell Is That Sound? This one, of course. Oh my god, Eric. God. I told you. <laughs> did it break our. F- no. What I love about that is he's like, I told you. And she's like, puh. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. He sounds like so. Napoleon Dynamite. God, I told you. God, I told you. Lucky. Jeez. Jeez. But, yeah, something like... Lucky. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, let's go around the table. Uh, we'll go... Uh, since Bobber joined late, we'll uh, j- go reverse alphabetically. Uh, Rain, what do you think... Eric was so worked up about that he was worried about uh, it was being destroyed. I thought you said you had an answer. I well, here's the thing. I I kind of need to know the show it's from, and I sort of think it's from. It's not from. It's not from a show. It's actually somebody's ceiling collapsing. It's it's they. It's not from a show. It's from reality. Somebody's ceiling collapsed. 
So I'm sorry if I didn't. Uh, uh, we'll come back to you. You you think on it for yeah. a minute. Okay. All right. So Joe, we'll we'll go to you, Joe. Um, mm-hmm. This is a real thing that happened to somebody, and it was on YouTube. Their ceiling collapsed, and Eric was really concerned about something being destroyed by the ceiling collapse. Um, what do you think he was concerned about? His penis. Oh. <laughs> Don't say penis in this house! Get out of my house! All right. Um, all right. Well, but you think I'd make it? The house that you, collapsed. you think I'd no, make it that helped. easy? Uh, Bobber, uh, what what do you what do you think Eric was so concerned about? Uh, I'm gonna say probably his TV. Did your did your microphone switch or something? You sound like you're in a tin can or something. Oops, sorry. Oh, um, go. I'm gonna say TV. TV. All right. And I'll tell you what. Whoever is closest to this wins a hundred thousand Kenny Pick bucks tonight. Redeemable. <laughs> Redeemable for one uncomfortably long hug from Kenny yeah, Pick. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I will sing a karaoke song of your choice. Um, so, as long as it's Every Rose Has Its Thorn by Poison. <laughs> Every Rose Has Its Thorns. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so Joe said uh, penis. Don't say penis in this house. Bobber said television. What do you say, Rain? Can you play it one more time? Uh, uh, yeah, oh, you almost tricked me into playing the uncensored version. So, yeah, here you go. Oh, my God, Eric. God. I told you. <laughs> Did it break our... No. Oh, I think I'm going to go with one of those sex toys that hangs from the ceiling. All right. Nice. Um, so... You, uh, did it break our one of those sex toys that hang from the ceiling? Is that what you think he said? No, I don't. I think there's an easy sex word swing? for it. But sex sex swing? Sex chair. Sex Se- swing. Well, sex swing if it's a swing. So, sure. all right, here it is. Here it is. Um, I don't know if anybody in the chat room even bothered, but here it is. It's so not exciting. Oh, my God, Eric. <laughs> God, I told you. <laughs> Did it break our microwave? No. <laughs> Bobber, Bobber gets the points for that. So yes, you get a hundred thousand Kenny Pick bucks. Congratulations, Bobber, for an uncomfortably I, long hug. I'm looking forward to that hug. And <laughs> and also, uh, I, I don't think uncomfortable for you. Oh, you know what? Oh, you know what? No. I got a better idea. We'll hug and both sing "Every Rose Has Its Thorn" the entire time. <laughs> you know, like like Kate Bush and Peter Gabriel and "Don't Give Up." You know that video. So, oh my God. Like that. I know. I'll, I'll, I'll put something in my pants, and you wonder just how excited I really am for that. Hug. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> or will he? So yeah. So so once again, everybody. Eric was really worried about the microwave. Oh my God, Eric. <laughs> God, I told you. <laughs> Did it break our microwave? No. How does she know it didn't break the microwave? Because that was all real time. <laughs> and, and seriously, in this day and age, you're worried about a microwave more than anything else? 
What is this from, Ken? It's a YouTube... It came from a YouTube compilation video of fails. Oh. Uh, yeah, and, and yeah, Eric was worried about the microwave. Anyway. All right, let's get to Nazi Barbie. Uh, Tommy Laren. Um, uh, hey, don't call her tone deaf. Call her tone free. Uh, because this is, uh, she was on with, uh, Stuart Varney. Stuart Varney. Stuart Varney, who loves America because of our Second Amendment rights, and you can go shoot him up on the government if you want. Um, oh, God, I hate that guy. He's like <laughs> fucking. Yeah, he's, he's like. I think he's, Colbert played play it where. Or, it was either Colbert or, or, or Seth Myers strung together a bunch of clips where he showed just how far up his, his ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuart Varney was. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. But yeah. So uh, Stuart Varney had Tommy Laren, Nazi Barbie, uh, Nazi murder Barbie. On his show the other day, and uh, she's since apologized. Lame ass apology, by the way, because it doesn't matter. Because she said this, she said this on Fox News, and then tweeted her apology. So, arguably, the audience that this got out to never saw that tweet of her apology. So, fuck you, uh, Laren, in your chinese made workout gear whatever that tommy learns freedom what but this is this is the clip what i like about america is that we're the only country in the world where armed citizens are allowed just in case the government gets out of line that makes america unique it's one of the things that really appeals to me about america and you never hear about that well that's what second amendment activists and people that are for the Second Amendment, Second Amendment rights, remind people over and over and over again, and this is your right, this is your right to protect and defend yourself and your family, and all the things that the Democrats want to put in place, my goodness, if they want to open our borders, you better be sure that the people in Texas, the people in South Dakota, the people in the middle of this country, we're going to be armed and ready, because we have to have a means to defend ourselves from who knows who's coming, and that's the thing, we don't know, and we have to be able to protect ourselves. Oh. Oh. Mm. So, um, she has something in common with the um, uh, El Paso uh, butcher. And pretty much every other motherfucker who's used that same manifesto. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and yet, if you show them statistics that say you're much more likely to be killed by you know, a fellow citizen than a, uh, an immigrant, illegal or otherwise, you know, Mm-hmm. They don't care. Well, well, you know what? You're much more likely to be uh, not killed by vaping. Well, yeah. Oh. If, they, if they made, you know, vaping, you know, vape stuff to, to look like guns, then, you know, or vice <laughs> versa. Yeah, I, I'm so scared of vaping right now. I don't know what to do with myself. I mean, so. she literally took the same thing from the manifesto of the Odessa. No, not Odessa. El Paso. The El Paso shooter, and and. Anders oh Breivik, the you know, every white nationalist uh, uh, butcher out there. Yeah, the um, one in the Dylan one in, Roof, uh, New Zealand. Yeah, the one in New Zealand, Dylan Roof, you know, um, all of them. And I'm sorry to say their names, but, um, you know, but. It, it, 
Yeah, God knows what's coming over the border. Like, you know, kids with cystic fibrosis and rare oh, diseases no. that they need to be treated here. Right. You, you have to defend yourself against those people. Sure. God knows. And I love it. I love it too because apparently the our our border is synonymous with my front door. They're banging on my front door. No, that is not fucking happening. People are coming and looking for asylum, and they're going through governmental resources. They're not saying, "Oh, give you know, I want to go to fifty-three twenty-eight Jonestown Lane to <laughs> find to where Tommy Laren lives, and you know, yeah, pull her hair Tommy, out and beat her, Tommy beat her up." And people who believe in the same things as her are—they're akin to white supremacists they are white supremacists they're not yes. akin they are white supremacists so exactly i mean a lot of people don't want to call her that because she's a pretty young white girl with blonde mm. hair but she is no different than than the people who supported everything that happened in charlottesville two years ago she's yeah, no exactly different. exactly fear-mongering is fear-mongering you know i mean they're doing it with uh the Bahamians now. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, well, people are going to Bahamas that you shouldn't be going there. They're, yeah, they're like, sneaking into the Bahamas so they so they can you know come to the U.S. Hope you know yeah. they hope they were, they, they sneak into the Bahamas and wait for a disaster so they yeah. come to the U.S. It's <laughs> That's what the coolest thing ever. I mean, we're the cop of this shit. Oh, it's like Colbert the it's like the Adidas the Adidas Muslim prayer rugs on the border. Yeah. <laughs> Gobert said last night, he says, yeah, yeah, he says, yeah, he said, Al-Qaeda's sending them into the Bahamas saying, okay, take these bombs, go to the Bahamas, stay there until a Category 5 wrecks the city, <laughs> then sneak into the United States as a refugee. It is stupid. It really is stupid, but it's also, it's also this administration embracing more so than... It, it's white supremacy. Then ever it, it is, it's racist. It, but we also need to take yeah. it seriously. It's racist propaganda. I mean, let's not be fooled. Yes, you can laugh at it, but you have to focus on the seriousness of it. I mean, the fact um, that Stuart Varney said to her, he's not even from this country. That's why I love this country is because you can go on a shoot 'em up against the government if you don't like it. Well, yeah, that's. Oh, so you're saying if, if I think that Trump is getting out of control, I can go and, you know, do something cray-cray with my, uh, yeah. I got a Nerf gun, put that suction cup right between his eyes. Um, and I'm sorry, I shouldn't even said that. Uh, so, oh, hi, FBI. I literally have a Nerf gun with a s soft pellets and suction cups. That's what I have. Not an actual gun. So anyway, um, we gotta we gotta wrap things up. We gotta get to uh, mad uh, mad cons here. Mad still cons. still need to change the jingle. Here we go. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad, libs. Oh God bless Matt Libs. Okay, so our chat room has filled most of these out. I just need a few words uh, from. From you folks, 
So, all right, we'll go reverse alphabetical order tonight. Rain, I need a geographical location. Um, 0.009.251.358. Oh, gosh. What? Come on, that was, that was a funny science joke. It, I don't understand those numbers and things you said. So. All right, I'm going to go with um, a geographical location. Yeah, sure. The North Star. Okay. Um and uh let me see so Joe I need an adverb um depressingly okay depressingly and Bobber I need an exclamation exclamation Gadzooks Gadzooks! Alright. Moving right along. Um, rain, I need a color. Chartreuse. Alright. Joe. Uh, chartreuse. I'm, try- I'm trying to remember how to spell it. Got it. Uh, Joe, I need a city. Istanbul. Was Constantinople at one point. It was. All right, Bobber, you need need to uh, provide me an adjective now. An adjective. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see, slimy. Slimily, slimily would be it. No, slimily no. would be an adverb. Slimy adverb. would be an adjective. Right. No, no, sl- uh, I said adverb. Oh, you oh. said adverb. I thought you said adjective. I'm sorry. No, I might. Uh, I'll have okay, to go back then. and go. Go ahead. Uh, since it's an adverb, uh, let's just say wetly. Okay, wetly. It's easier to write. Wetly. Well, I already wrote slimily, so it's all right. But I put I put wetly, wetly. Um. Okay. Rain. Oh. A place. Um. Trump Tower. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay. And uh, let me see. Uh, Joe, I need a city. Another city. Timbuktu. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. And let me see. Where is that? Uh, Where's Timbuktu? I think no, no, no. I, oh. There's uh, there's something I need to repeat in this, and I oh there it is. Um, and Bobber, last one from you. I need a verb, past tense. Verb. Um, fucked. Oh, fucked. All right, here we go. Here are three Mad Libs from the book Francie gave me at your guys' magnificent summer party this year. And it is uh, best of Mad Libs, 50 years of Mad Libs. First one is a quick quiz. Who am I? I am a smelly American. I was born 42 years ago in the North Star. (laughs) When my father first saw me, he said, Gadzooks! I am 69 feet tall, and I have yellow-brown eyes and an orange complexion. Oh, damn it, you light bulbs. 
my hobby is collecting penises. Don't say penis in this house! <laughs> I always speak uh, depressingly and have ma- I've made several frosted motion pictures. I am married to Orly Tate's the well-known Hollywood Jello mold. Let me speak. Let me let, speak. me let me finish. But yeah, Orly Tate's the well-known Hollywood Jello mold. I've given away thousands of spin-offs <laughs> to charities. Uh, my most prominent physical characteristics are my piss-covered nose and oh. my and my large roadie. Who am I? <laughs> Answer: Steve Bannon. There you go. <laughs> you know, so if anyone ever says, uh, you know, sucking a bag of dicks, he's got the bag of dicks, apparently. I guess so. <laughs> he's got the, the piss-covered nose as well. So, uh, so all right. This, this one, I'm looking forward to this. A review of a monster movie. All right. So, here we go. Uh, a new movie has just opened called the teenage tree peeler meets the putrescent vampire from outer space. The best. At the opening, we see the teenage hero played by Eric Trump, who is a feety scientist. He is trying to build an exhausted monster out of old weenuses and use light bulbs. <laughs> oh. Uh, the monster <laughs> the monster has chartreuse skin and 27 arms and is played by Donald Trump Jr. It doesn't say anything about a shitty beard though. Uh, suddenly the monster comes to life and kidnaps the beautiful heroine played by Tommy Laren. Oh. Th- then it begins to oh. destroy Istanbul. In the end the monster is destroyed by the vampire who is played by Kellyanne Conway. The hero <laughs> the hero and the heroine live wetly af- ever after. <laughs> Blah. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Where All has right. that little bitch been? Last one is a computer lab. I love our computer lab at school. It's so edible. Every morning after milk class, our teacher, Rush Limbaugh, takes us to the lab so we can work on cool class projects like finding out who is the oldest cow or what a Steve Ducey eats for breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) I think he eats the oldest cow. (laughs) You could be on to something there. You really could. Uh, And then, uh, here we go. So... Last week, our assignment was to research how many people live in Trump Tower. Since Rush Limbaugh always lets us uh, pick our honest partners, I chose Sean Hannity because she's so stupid. (laughs) Ha! We had the best time shitting on the internet. We found the coolest bronze medal that had all the information we needed. We fucked awesome facts about cities like Timbuktu and all the jackasses that live in them. Can you believe that one people live in the Trump Tower? (laughs) 
Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and that they love to eat carrots for breakfast, lunch, and beer. That's a lot of tube TVs. That's a lot of tube TVs. There you go. That's it. That's it. Those are the, those are the jokes, folks. We're done. So, all right, let's get to parting shots here because uh, the th the storms have passed. My cats are hungry, and I got to go check on my outside kitty, Billy, and see if she's all freaked out because of the thunderstorms and everything. She should be okay. She rebounds pretty quick. Uh, but, all right, parting shots. Um, Rain, I'm going to start with you first, but then I'm going to come back to you at the end because you never have a parting shot when I ask you first, and I'll save you for less. So, how about that? The parting shot is actually the last one. I'm going to shock y'all. Oh, I shocker. That, I believe that everybody should have breakfast, lunch, and beer. I, I It will I, make the world a better place. That's my parting shot. Are you sure? I am. <laughs> Are Shut you up, Bob. 100% sure? <laughs> is the it's microwave shot? Is I the like breakfast, lunch, and beer. Did it break our microwave? No. <laughs> no, you don't need it. Uh, all right, uh, Joe, what's your parting shot, sir? I, I believe the children are the future. Mm. Okay, so... Um, Teach them well and let them lead the way? At least. But do not buy a new iPhone 11 if you suffer from... Tripophobia. Do you know I, what tripophobia is? I know. Of the course, fear you don't. of tripe. Because because I don't I like do with tripe. Uh. <laughs> right. Tripe beer. Um, what? Boy, there's something. <laughs> um, tripophobia is a fear of holes. Oh my gosh. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's well, that would fear of that would ex holes. that would explain this. Donnie, you are not. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. That, Go ahead. That would. Well, you you heard that coming in the night. Um, <laughs> uh, I did. <laughs> yep. So uh, it's an irrational fear of, fear of small holes and clusters of circles and bumps, like uh, like in honeycombs and lotus flowers and <clears throat> excuse me, bubble bats and things like that. So. The new iPhone 11 has three, count them, three <gasps> lenses. What the hell? It's like a spider. On the back of the camera, Isn't which is like freaking tripophobes out. Yeah, it's like a spider. Because it makes them nauseous. Oh. And uh, because the, the third... Mm -hmm. No, that's go right. ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's That's good. Yeah, no, so you, you keep talking. That's fine. Oh, okay. So anyway, it makes the nosh. So so psychiatrists are recommending that if you are going to buy an iPhone 11, which, by the way, is going to cost you over $1,000, buy a black one so that the holes blend in. Oh. <laughs> yes. I, because they come in gold and red and white and... You know, I think silver. I want I want to buy one that looks like it has a, a hockey mask for a back on it. Oh, God. oh what a fun, sexy time for you. <laughs> anyway, uh, 
any, anyway, uh, don't, don't be a tripe. If you're a tripophobic, do not look at uh, all the ads for the new iPhone 11. You will just get sick. Bummer, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what are you going to do? Well, I'll tell you what. Um, also I, bad I, if you're a miner and you're afraid of holes. Oh, what if yeah. you're a what if you're a mime? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't researched that yet. It's fun. I, what if you're I, Marcel Marceau? Oh, he's French. No holes, no holes. I'm Marcel Marceau. No holes. Well, you you wouldn't get sick. You would you wouldn't say anything really. Mm. No, you just walk away quietly. Well, and that would be if you're French and you it, you did that. You know what that'd be? That'd be the French mistake. Ah, the French. <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> Bobber. What's your parting shot, sir? I don't really have a parting shot either. I'm gonna I'm gonna play rain on this one. <clears throat> Although I will say, here we go. See how I did that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't have a parting shot, but I got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys and I hate you. You guys are you guys um, are so French. Ca- Cal- ah, the French. Go ahead, go ahead. California is once again leading leading the way. They've outlawed private prisons. All, All right. right. Yeah, yeah, that's which good. Is, which is awesome. Um, you know, it's it's like the first step, I think. Um, you know, where 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 California goes, the rest of the country tends to go eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they they were the first ones to have stronger automobile standards and you know the automobile manufacturers ended up just doing that for everybody because california was such a big market now i don't know how that's going to work for the prison systems but um you know i think i think it's a shot across the bow very cool and, uh that yeah it's the the whole you know cradle cradle to the prison you know, market that uh, they, <coughs> they they work in is is disgusting. So I'm I'm glad to see this is at least in one state. This has been it's being put to an end. Very good, very good. And um, one last parting shot. Susan in Sandusky, my lovely wife says, "Oh, uh, she said cats are hungry. High rain, Bob and Joe." And she says, Mm. you better wish the Dragon Slayer's luck tomorrow, please. Good luck, sweetie. Yeah, I got to join. Good luck. She invited me to join the Facebook group yesterday, and I need to do that, and so does everybody else. Yes. And wish the Dragon Slayer's good luck tomorrow in Sandusky, because they're competing. And that's very exciting. So she's there now. And, um, yeah. Come on. The winds be at your back. Bobber, wish good luck. Good luck. Rain? I love you, Suze. And say good luck. And good luck. Of course. Yes. That's so. a given, isn't it? That's well, my parting shot. By I think the way, she that's wants my parting <laughs> shot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't have one before, but I got one now. <laughs> I forgot I had this parting shot. Uh, but, uh... 
Anyway, so uh, Susan, I love you. Uh, best of luck tomorrow. Say hello to Sharon. Please, everybody, stick around for, uh, of course, the Lunatic Parade, Episode 4. Uh, we're a month in. Can you believe that? We're a month in now on the Lunatic Parade, Cousin Curtis and Trent's uh, podcast. So very exciting. So everybody have a great night. Uh, stick around for the Lunatic Parade and, of course, all the other fine programs we have. I'll be back on, I'm sorry, I missed last Sunday's episode of Mike Jack Radio. I'll be back uh, this Sunday, and uh, we'll have lots of fun things to talk about. And, of course, I don't know. That's it. Rock and roll. God bless America. All that. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. That's how the first lady got involved. She's got a son together that is a, a beautiful young man, and she feels very, very strongly about it. She's seen it. Donnie, you are not the father. Oh my god, Eric. God. I told you. <laughs> Did it break our microwave? No.